let's go. What up, Avengers? How we doing today? What's good? Yo, yo, what's <laughs> going on? Sorry, a few minutes behind and whatnot. No worries. How'd you guys like that intro? Oh, that's dope, yo. Like, where you get that from? That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was working on that for a couple months now, and I finally oh, had wow. time to yeah. put it all together, so that was pretty cool. So thanks, guys. Yeah, good job. Good job on that. Stuff yes, like sir. That. <laughs> yeah, I sent uh, some links out of stuff like that. Uh, how's everybody doing today, though? Oh, I'm very excited. And how are you doing over there, Claude Diz? I'm lit. Purple Rain represent for Prince today. Oh, his birthday was this week, right? Rest in peace. His, I mean, I mean, his uh, anniversary of his death, yeah. five years, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, got a, the one, the, the Purple Rain gear, you feel me? <laughs> Absolutely. And I have the uh, Wakanda T'Challa jersey, RIP Chadwick, obviously, because we have another black prominent superhero in the MCU. Another one. <laughs> and I have a nice plain t-shirt, so we're all got all something. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, so today, guys, basically, let's do a little brief topic rundown. We're going to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier, the finale, uh, the black cap with Sam Wilson, what that means for the MCU in phase four and five going forward. Plus, we're going to do another mental theater warp speed where we talk about the latest news, like Russell Crowe being Zeus and uh, Doc Ock being confirmed. And you know, Spider Man No Way Home. So let's let's get right to it. So how do we think of what do we think about the the series well not the series, the season finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier, or as it, it got revised at the end, which is Captain America and Winter Soldier. Ladies first, go ahead, Club. <laughs> yeah, I guess go first. Okay, so I'ma say I thought it was gonna be super cheesy, but it wasn't. So I like the fact that it tied up all the cheesy moments <laughs> that I was in disagreement with the whole season. And um, I thought it was pretty dope. Like, I was, it was very interesting that, that um, Falcon was cursing. There's a lot of cursing this episode. I know that because we watch it with subtitles. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I don't miss anything, right? But uh, that was interesting. I like the fact that, I don't know, it was pretty dope. There was a lot of twists and turns. And I did predict certain things. Like, I predicted who the um, who the power broker was going to be early in the season. As soon, I got to give Claude this credit. As soon as she came on the screen, she was like, oh, that's the power broker. Mm-hmm. Sharon, wow, okay, that's yeah. a good job. Right. Okay. Um, so that was cool that that you know came true, and then I thought it was interesting how they finally remember last episode. I was like, if they would have just worked together from the beginning, they would have defeated the people earlier. And at the end, they all came together and they fought together, which they should have been do- doing from the beginning. But you know, that happens, and I thought it was cool, and I like how they tied in because. At the end of the episode, I was like, Josh, they never even, like, talked about the um, the, the war veteran. What was his Isaiah name? Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, Isaiah Bradley. And I like how they uh, they they ended every open storyline for me, which I feel like a lot of movies don't. They just throw random stuff in there, and then you're just like, it's like you're supposed to suspend your belief and 
they don't even retouch on certain things. So I thought it was interesting. I think that Winter Soldier is going to end up with um, Sam's sister. <laughs> Sarah. Like, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just kidding because she got kids. So he might not go for that. But <laughs> she had no kids. You know what I mean? That might have been a no. nice little storyline. <laughs> and they want to play with his arm and hang on his arm all day. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. And then even like, because in my head, I was like, all right, he doing this whole speech. Where's the money at? Show me the money. So well, I mean, was, if he's going to be capped, then that's a government contract then. So there you go. Have he money. had government contracts. Remember when they, they were able to just walk up into the building? That's true. But maybe he'll get more, more money as being Captain America. Yeah, he's going to get more <laughs> enough to fix that boat. Cause Not as much as uh, Walker's going to get as being the U.S. agent, but we'll get yeah, back to that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's just my synopsis for now. Those are my feelings. Okay. All right, cool. Um, So, I mean, just as a, the episode, right? Not, not the series as a whole, you're asking, right? Okay, so that episode, um, I feel like that um, I was a little disappointed in the finale. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, mm. I thought it was a little, um, uh, I wasn't anticlimactic, but it, it was lacking and whatnot. Um, the episode before that was over an hour. This one was 51 minutes. And you know what, mm. Marvel was like six minutes of credits in the beginning. So it really probably was like 42 minutes, whatever, at the end of the day. And I just felt like that, um, like it felt rushed. And whatnot, like the fact that it started right when they're all already in New York, like ready for the thing to go down. I'm like, he just opened the suitcase up in New Orleans last episode and whatnot. And um, I felt like that. I felt like that. Um, Carly's motivation was all over the place, and she was like, she she sped up to me as like this over the top victim. Like she she like her. Her descent to madness was faster than Darn- Daenerys Targaryen. Like it was like, <laughs> what the hell? All of a sudden, she's like crazy or whatever, like that. Um, also, um, the Walker part, like, well, we'll get to the ending of Walker, but that middle part, like, I, 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 I like. I mean, I agree with Chloe. The fact they they needed to team up together, but it seemed like they they just, he just broke his arm last episode, and they had a huge fight, and now they're just like this team. Um, uh, Sam, Sam. So the suit I thought looked dope. Um, the wings are incredible. I like that. But he was getting shit by the leaper dude at first. He actually ran away. <laughs> he was like, "All right, I got, I got to go." Bat rock. Yeah, bat off the leaper, and he actually had to bottom running away and stuff like that. So I was just like, oh, "Okay, all right." Um, and I don't know. Like I didn't walk away from that feeling like very fulfilled. Like, oh my god. And I know it didn't have a lot of cliffhangers in the beginning, but. And Sharon is a power broker. I mean, I, I didn't see it as early as Chloe, but I did see it, you know, earlier. So that wasn't a little anticlimactic. Um, and uh, I don't know. Those are my first thoughts. Like, I didn't walk away that satisfied. And I did feel like it wasn't a great finale. I feel like they they um they, they, they missed the mark to me as a finale, I would say. Absolutely. And Big Mike, I have to agree with you a thousand percent. The word I would use, anticlimactic. A thousand percent because I felt like I knew what was going to happen, but it didn't honestly didn't matter simply because of Falcon Sam Wilson's new uniform. He had the shield. He was doing his thing. You can see the training coming Mm -hmm. to fruition because he doesn't have the super serum. So I I was uh, I was I was definitely blown away by that part. That part was great. But in terms of the story, the story arc, you know, like you said, Carly really slips in the madness similar to Walker. So there's that parallel there. And right. of course, as you said, the mother of dragons, 
who uh, we'll bring up a little bit later when we go to Warp Speed because she might be entering the MCU, which is going to be interesting. Okay. And then, you know, and then you could tell by her her team, her uh, other super soldiers who were like, and she was like, oh, yeah, we'll die if we have to. And they looking at each other like, what? <laughs> what what, what you right. talking about? So you, you could tell that she, uh, to use a sports metaphor, she lost the uh, the locker room, so she to did. speak. So I, I thought that was very interesting. And then, of course, the Zemo bombing made a lot of sense. I and like that. Zemo with his own outfit, so to speak. I like that. Absolutely. And then, you know, and then a potential link up with the power broker and Val and the U.S. agent with the Thunderbolt anti-hero series, which is essentially Marvel's version of Suicide Squad. So they might do Suicide Squad better than D.C., basically. Yeah. Right? And then, of course, Sharon Carter being the power broker and... I actually did appreciate what they did with that character development because there's so many potential spinoffs. So you can have the yeah. U.S. agent spinoff. You can have a Sharon Carter power booker spinoff. And as we all are craving for Disney plus needs more content. So not only with the Mandalorian series and WandaVision and now Falcon and Winter Soldier, there's a abundance of potential spinoffs. Yeah, and Loki coming out in June. Don't forget about that. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. And I guess I really appreciate because Tony Stark really brought this up a lot with the synchronicity of Marvel and the MCU and Disney Plus mm-hmm. and everything like that. So now you can really tangibly go from Falcon and Winter Soldier or Captain America Winter Soldier to actual Cap 4 movie with the Winter Soldier. Of course, you're going to have Wakanda in there in, in some capacity. And uh, apparently there's a connection well, to Spider-Man as well, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, well, definitely WandaVision is connecting to Spider-Man. And I think it's dope. Like, from Disney, you know, they're genius because they're essentially making you watch all the content. Because let's say when Captain America 4 comes out, you're going to be like, when did he become Captain America? If you didn't watch Falcon and Winter Soldiers, right? So you got to go back and see how that whole thing happened. So they kind of like, you know, making you enjoy all their content. So I think by business strategy, it's genius or whatever. So. Absolutely. And we'll get into this later when we talk about where Black Cap can go. But essentially, if you think about the outpouring of support that Black Panther got in our community, and now you have another Black superhero, which is a traditionally white superhero, and then you might have more people going to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier just to catch up, as you just said. I think, again, I think it was strong. I'll get to that when we get to Cap 4, but I got, I got my thoughts on that. But as far as this episode is concerned, I do agree with Chloe about Isaiah Bradley. I like that he went and got his own memorial um, as well. I thought that was pretty dope. But still stay in, in anonymity because he don't want to be known and stuff like that. You know, his grandson becomes one of the young Avengers. Exactly. Uh, Later on and stuff like that. So I think they're setting it up for, you know, much further down the line. Um, Bucky, I thought the part with the um, the Japanese guy, I thought that was rushed as well. So I didn't like that at all. Like, you didn't see the Japanese guy. Did he forgive him? Did he not? Like, I just it thought don't that matter. Was... It don't matter if he forgives him. I mean, for us, the audience, it does. Nah. Not for Bucky, it doesn't. The East Sunday's day. Like, it don't matter. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to just say, I, I agree with you with the whole fighting Falcon scene when he was fighting the dude. I looked at Josh and said, why he just waste time, all this time fighting this dude to just fly out the window? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the part when um they were in the street, this is the cheesy part. So I'm not, I'm going to take, I'm going to retract my uh, earlier statement about it wasn't as, it wasn't as cheesy as I thought it was going to be, but there were cheesy moments when they were, um they were all in the parking lot. 
were in the street or whatever. And then the <laughs> and those people, I guess uh, whatever, they were in the truck and the truck's about to fall off the building right. and then you see Falcon and everyone's just staring at him like, ooh. Like all the fighting just stopped. I'm like, what the I'm like, yo, they could have been beat her up. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> and I was like, and when he was fighting the dude before he flew out the window, I'm like, what does this dude have superpowers too? Like, who is that man that he was fighting? Was he a regular oh, person? When he's Falcon, a regular person. He's just very well trained. Bro, he got but he has a vibranium wings and he has like machinery. Like, why did it take him so long to fight that man? <laughs> He never, he never beat him. Actually. He didn't even beat him. He just flew out the way. He was like, "All right, peace. Enough of this. I'm out. Like I got wings. Like, bro, you should have been to that. Like, I was like, what the hell? Heck, is this? Like, what's going on here? And then no. it was just. But if you look at, if you go back, they kind of kept it like uh, continuity because in Captain America: Winter Soldier, Captain America original fought that guy. And it was okay. a tough challenge or whatever, <laughs> even though he won. Wait, and Captain, dude don't have a super serum. Captain America so. ain't have wings. So I guess that was their point of like, all right, man, I got to fight you. I'm out. Handle yourself. <laughs> stay, stay here by yourself. Like, I got things to do. And then the part where, um, uh, oh, when he was fighting Carly, that was a little, that was a little I, I, I didn't get to that. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll so you when he was fighting Carly. She's like, fight back, fight back. You better fight me back. And he's just like, no, I'm not going to fight you. Then she died. She's about to kill him, supposedly. I don't think, I think his suit is bulletproof. It's just okay. a bullet. Um, I think that was just like, oh, is she going to do it? And then it like, <laughs> you know, who is it bulletproof? We don't know yet. And it's like, bro, of course it's bulletproof with vibranium. Uh, but I'm just like, yo, she just shot. She just was had the gun pointing at you. And then she gets shot and she going to say, I'm sorry. Like, what do you mean you're sorry? You are not sorry. Like, you are not sorry. Like, what is this? What is this? Like, we were supposed to feel bad for her. I think that maybe have been the line to make people feel bad for her. But I'm like, I don't feel bad for her because the mission still continue, right? Like, I think that's why her um, character development went so quick because she really wasn't, she was more of a catalyst than, like, a main character. Um, see, well, a couple of things. One, I, I feel like that's what made it anticlimactic, the fact that he didn't fight back. So there was no ending great fight scene for Falcon or whatever. He got chipped by Backdrop. Then he flew away. And then when he comes back, he never really fought Carly either. Listen, so, like, he because the movie's coming out, number one. Number two, he <laughs> did have his own heroic moment when he spoke to the issues that the public the was speech facing. Was great. Yeah, so yeah, the I speech agree. was his heroic moment, not the fighting, because he still needs work. He just got a new suit. He don't know how it works. <laughs> he don't even know if it's bulletproof or not. Like he got a lot of stuff to do when the you know the hero development part as far as like fighting. But you know he was more like the the political standpoint. I'm for the people here. I'm reclaiming this this position because it belongs to me. He was heroic in that sense. And I also thought the speech was a little long and whatnot. You know, it was because he was on TV. Well, well, hold, hold on. Again, the speech has to be the best part. Because mm-hmm. the speech, he was, he was spitting absolute facts. And he got chipped. So he had to, he had to, you know. <laughs> 
and, and not just that <laughs> it's, it's a that it, it's truly a work of fiction because that would never happen to never. be broadcast live where he's he's literally <laughs> oh josh a perfect camera view exactly wow, perfect ridiculous. perfect camera view with some mm-hmm. of the most powerfully political people in the world well he did just and, save them from getting blown not, I, and i understand that but they would they again the news agency would never allow that i think it should have been i think to make it more realistic to your point they should have had people like live streaming it on like instagram or something with their phones right and that's another thing everybody's watching the same channel <laughs> sarah <laughs> isaiah <laughs> well, right. well no it, it, to me it makes sense because just like how you know uh dc has you know uh gotham news network gnn which is their version of cnn the whih is marvel's version of cnn so it, it's one of the it's the main news outlet besides things like the daily bugle and everything else but to me i would say the the Isaiah part kind of I I kind of saw that one coming personally. I did too. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, that yeah. the fact that they I would have liked him yeah. to get an actual picture of him with his uniform. Nah, bro, there. you can't do that because he still can die. Like, do you understand? I was like, Josh, why is he taking them there? He's too much of a likeness to the statue. Yeah, <laughs> he gonna blow his cover that he was a man now. I don't know who he is. Yeah, they do because that statue did look like him. I was like, maybe if the statue didn't look that, but I'm like, don't stand too close to that statue, brother. They gonna get you. They got you on they camera. Go back, I tell you that. Like, they got back. him on camera. They know who he is now because he <laughs> took him there. Oh, that's cute. And apparently, this was a long time coming because Anthony Mackie knew that the I guess when he signed to be Falcon, that he would eventually be kept. I mean, that's what happens in the comics. So you know, Marvel is very comic accurate when they mm-hmm. can be and stuff like that. So, and I think um, you know, at that time, <clears throat> Chris Evans' deal already had you know however many movies left on it. So Chris Evans was always going to be done after that deal was over with and stuff like that. But right. um. So apparently, yeah. Falcon is like the first black superhero. That's yes. what I read in the article. Like yes. he's before yes, he Black is. Panther. So, you know, that's not like that's the first black main, but Falcon is the first like black period. Period. Like even even period. before uh, War Machine. <laughs> yeah, they said yeah. in the article yeah. he's okay. the first black. So my thing is right. I have a question for you guys who are comic book um, aficionados yeah. and savants. And so. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so i kind of parallel this to harry potter right like i asked my best friend dana slash cousin she loves harry potter so she always read the books and i'm like does the movie ruin the books for you or does the books ruin the movie for you i think with harry potter because it's such a like in-depth book it probably wouldn't because there's not enough time to put all of that in one movie but with the comic books, if you read all the main storylines of comic books and you know what's going to happen, it kind of takes away, I would think, from the element of surprise. Do you agree or disagree? Hmm, I, I guess I wouldn't agree too much because the Hollywood studio can always go in a different direction, right? Because they've got to Hollywoodize certain things and because that's, that's how show business and entertainment works, number one. Then number two... I would also say a lot of the comic book community or the fantasy community really wants to see how well the story adapts say, yeah. to the screen. So that that's usually the criteria that uh, let's say the studios are being judged when they create this content. Go ahead, Big Mike. Yeah, yeah actually, the, the comic community and they get upset when it's not almost exact because they mm-hmm. want to see how it adapts to live action. 
and whatnot. So, like, when they go astray, they try to, you know, see what they're trying to do, but they rather it be as accurate as possible. So, no, we, even though they, they, they can know the whole story, but like Josh said, mm. they want to see how it's done. How does, how does Marvel do it? So, okay. All right. That makes yeah. sense. Because I was like, when I went searching online, I was like, Chloe, don't look up too much. Because you're going to be bad. Because I like the I mean, element they, they of surprise. different things or whatever. Like, you know, Falcon is like a teenager when he first comes out. He's not mm-hmm. like as old as Anthony Mackie is or mm-hmm. whatever like that. And he's also, Falcon is, is a tech wizard too. Um, just like kind of like uh, Tony is or whatever like that. So there's a lot of different things they change. And apparently he can, he, good can, at tech at all, really. he can hear birds too, right? He can talk yeah, to Yeah, like actual birds. Well, that was at first, yeah. But then they kind of changed it to <laughs> technical birds. <laughs> See, that's why I'm like, it's so confusing. Like, when, if I was like the person who liked Falcon when he could talk to birds, and then this episode, it was no birds. Because when y'all said that, <laughs> the, when y'all said that in the group chat, I was like, hold up. I don't well, recall. Red Wing was an actual, actual bird at first. Okay, right. so Red but Wing they, was a bird, but Falcon could talk to birds. Could talk to Red, well, at least Red Wing anyway. I don't know about all the, all the birds. Oh, I thought it was all the birds. Oh, he going to talk to, oh, okay, okay. That, that clears it up for me. So I'm like, well, hold up, hold on. I see that one bird in none of these episodes. Maybe that'll be something. I mean, Chloe, that, that's a fair gripe because similar to how George Lucas was when he was creating content in real time, you know, R.I.P. Stanley and Jack Kirby, they were creating these storylines initially, originally in real time. So they're like, oh, let's take it this way. And then they they went that way. And this is before you had the comic book community where there were, you know, there were such terms as plot devices and things like that, that they paid attention to you. They were just happy to get that content at the end of the day. And I kind of I guess that's how I feel with, you know, scrutinizing these works of content, which, again, is fair scrutiny. But again, I'm just happy that I'm just happy that we have this type of content to consume. Mm hmm. Yeah, but even going back as a kid, right, when the first X-Men movies came out in the year 2000, I remember. But remember, before that, they had the Fox X-Men cartoon, which is on Disney Plus right now. A lot of people had gripes about that. Like, yo, where, why is Wolverine so prominent, but Cyclops is the leader in the cartoon and stuff like that? So it's like, you know, but they had to change it because Hugh Jackman was so good. So there's things they got to change. And you get used to it down the line because now mm-hmm. Wolverine became a household name. But in the beginning, people were like, yo, what my man Cyclops at? Or whatever, stuff like that. So it just changes. Absolutely. And because I think if, let's say, a lot more support from our community goes into this show, I can definitely see like a a one-season type of series that we see on these premium streaming networks where you you could have an Isaiah Bradley, you know, series, and you just have that. As a as a one season type of thing, and people, will, <clears throat> I think people will watch it. Coming to well, you, well, Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, <laughs> by a second episode was number one in all streaming platforms of all streaming shows. So it was, uh, it's, it's doing really good. And Wild Division never got to number one; only got to number two. Good night. So. Coming to you, Miss- and, and what was uh, number one <laughs> when Wild Division was on? Uh, it was a Netflix. Uh, so I forget or whatever mm. like that. Uh, Black History one. Black History Month about to be mad lit in 2022. Don't oh, Isaiah Bradley story. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> it's coming out. Look, because it's gonna be two, 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 two. It's gonna be lit next year. Oh, we got the Wakanda series coming. I forget about that. That's Disney probably Plus. coming out next Black History Month. Watch, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> beyond so. for it. Okay. And I think that'll focus a lot probably on the Dora Milaje 
um, who I love, whatever those girls, and and probably focus on like the recon aspect of the of the of the Wakanda. Because you remember, like in the beginning of Black Panther, um, Nakia was talking about all those recon missions that she had been on. But we don't even know. We, we never saw that. So they probably focus on a lot of that on uh, you know in, in the series and stuff like that. And Falcon will be the uh, what is it the bridge or the liaison and or the soft what is it called when you no that's it's a liaison no but see yeah see th- thank you Chloe uh, Segway King Segway. I mean Segway Queen excuse <laughs> me Segway Queen there we yeah. go Wakanda because let's just get into the potential black cat because I, one of the collaborations I see because you already have the White Wolf who has relations with Wakanda, the nation, the sovereign nation of Wakanda. Now you have San, they're, they're essentially given their techno- technological support, their yes. blessing, their, their anointment of Sam Wilson as the, as uh, the new captain America. Cause they already, uh, they already helped Steve Rogers as well mm-hmm. while he was a fugitive from the entire world. Mm-hmm. So I can see, you know, there's going to be a lot of collaboration. And then I think what's mo- the most powerful and awesome is that Sam can actually give that authentic philosophy that Killmonger had, the same thing that Carly had, but then make it, not water it down, but in a way that has less violence, which is Sam's moral compass, which I think this is why he's going to make a fantastic Captain America is because his moral compass, but he's going to be able to articulate that plight as an African-American to the Wakandans so they can see like, oh, wow. This is this is what y'all been to. So, to me, I think that's incredibly interesting. Twenty twenty six, Wakanda, <laughs> Black Panther and Falcon. Personally, Black I, Falcon. Uh, well, let me start from the, the Black Panther and the Black Falcon together at last. This is first of all, happen. first of all, when they when they call him Black Falcon on the show, I'm, I crack up every time. Whatever. First of all, he is the Black Falcon, so they call him Black Falcon. Period. Right. But now yeah. that he's Black Falcon America. Oh, He's wow. a black American Falcon. You feel me? And you know, I will connect the dots for you. And who's the? What's the uh, symbolism of America? Well, the bald eagle. So he's the black bald eagle, aka the I think Falcon. He's got a point where he says, "Why am I black Falcon? I'm just Falcon or whatever." Like that. We told the Nah. He he is in denial. You guys don't see the theme. Well, he's I, in denial. He keeps pushing away what's for him. He threw well, away the well, shield. And then he accepted it back and he's throwing away the Black Falcon and he's going to accept it back. Because my prediction mm. is America going to pull a BS again. He going to go to Wakanda for um, sovereignty and, and, you know, a place to get to his roots. And then he's going to build a relationship with them. And then he going to come back with the black suit, with the black wings. Him and Black Panther going to be together an Avengers team. Black, yup, black in America. Yup, it's about to go down. Don't y'all mark my words. Save this episode. And shout out to Nate and E Money in the comments. And Chloe, I actually agree with you though, because I do think that's a potential possibility because that would be more realistic. That the same way he was a fugitive with Cap and Bucky Barnes during the Thanos era, right? I can still see America and the rest of the world be on their political BS. Mm -hmm. And he can do. You know something uh, maybe adjacent to the Thunderbolts, so he he can do his own missions out of Wakanda because they have all his tech. And let, we again, people keep sleeping on Wakanda, and that's intentional. Mm-hmm. That's part of the storyline. But Wakanda had Quinjets before the Avengers had Quinjets, so they were doing their own missions in a very elite way, in a very Avengers way before the Avengers were the, the Avengers in this version of the MCU. Wait, isn't the shield made of vibranium? Yes. It is. Okay, so they're going to have an origin story of the shield and say, hey, 
It actually Bro, you got an origin story still. No, I'm saying, no, no listen, let me, let, me, let me talk this out so you can hear it. Go ahead. He's going to say, I need to find the roots of this. Because remember, he's like, it doesn't belong to me. The image of Captain America is this white, blonde hair, blue eyed. And he, I'm quoting from the, from the series, blonde hair, blue eyed. That was said for a reason. So he's going to go find the roots of the shield. Because if he knew the roots of the shield, he would have never gave it back. So he's going to go to Wakanda, find his roots, understand how the shield became the shield and how they use vibranium and how it got taken into, you know, the, Cauc- the Caucasus Mountains, per se. And uh, turns into this image of blonde hair, blue eyes, and how he is the originator, and he it actually belongs to his people. I think that's what's going to happen. Okay, so everyone knows the the, the shit was vibranium. Okay, that's that's number one. No, not um, Howard Stark. I don't even know how he got it. That's the end of the show. How he got the vibranium? Exactly the origin story, Mike. How did okay. he get but, it? We gonna find but, out with Falcon. But Falcon. Anyway, I like your idea, of Falcon America. I love that name. I don't like him being Captain America as the name. I think there's only one Cap, and I don't like the fact that they're like, "Hey Cap, hey Cap." No, like that's 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 mm-hmm. not cool to me or whatever mm-hmm. like that. He gonna rebuke um, the name, like you said. He gonna rebuke that. He gonna be like, "Nope." Well, not nah, he, yeah. he. He he's the one who started referring to himself because he doesn't know any better. He's also the same man who gave away the shield. Y'all remember? Like he don't know no better. Like, oh, I'm a, this just gonna be sitting oh, in the oh, museum. Oh no, he uh, he had a long. You know, methodical. Think about it. Exactly. You know, self self assessment. He and, was like, mm-hmm. and he going to comic book, He became actual Captain America, but I don't like Captain America as a moniker. I like mm-hmm. it as kind of like that's this person, kind of like when they're trying to make the black Superman. You know, Calvin Ellis or whatever like that. Like to me, there's only one Superman. He need to be like black super or so, I, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I just hate that there. It shouldn't be a mon. But I think that's like, why anyway, I think um, I agree with you, but I, I, I think that's what's going to happen because they made it a point to show people calling him the Black Falcon, America, yeah. whatever. So it's like I feel like he's going to go through the same self-development the next series or the movie. And at the end of the next movie, he's going to emerge with the black suit, a more um, understanding of his roots. And he's going to say, I'm not Captain America. I'm black. Fa- I'm whatever. Falcon America, whatever he want to call himself, the Black Falcon. Why can't be in there? Why can't be Falcon America? I'm a Falcon American, okay? Like I'm an African American. I'm a Fal- I'm a Black Fal- Falcon. American. What the hell? Watch. Anyway, watch. I, Y'all I got agree. me on. I think, got me I on, think, on, on wax. I think that, uh, you know, well, I don't know. Malcolm Spellman, he's a black guy, so I'm sure he'll have a lot of uh, black uh, woke. Um, Parts in, in the show, I mean, in, in, in the movie, I think he will. Um, I think that speech, which was great, I think they'll show in the movie that he hasn't still been accepted by everybody yet as being the American hero, um, so to speak. But I don't know, and, and they might do a cameo with Wakanda, I could see that, but I don't know if it'll be sent to the See, I, I feel like that's going to be the bridge, that's going to be uh, the Bifrost to Wakanda simply because. No one else is really invited in. And Sam ain't invited in either right now. Well, yes, he is. He he got he has the tech. He got he got the red. Okay, flag. The tech, he, yeah, he could right. go there to get his arm fixed if he needs to. Like, what you mean he ain't invited in? I'm the boss. I'm talking about like Sam. Bucky, yeah. Bucky cool. They like Bucky or whatever like that. But Bucky the one who gotta get a tech for him. Remember, I, like. I agree. This is why I think both of them will have sovereignty in that nation. That's just me. 
Bucky gonna be like, come on, Sam, we need to fix your wings. You heard what Ayo told Bucky. Listen, you better stay out of Wakanda right for now. now. He there. said for now, yeah. but by the time she the movie come out, they'll be fine. Because they get because remember, he also he also did not kill what's his name? Zemo. Zemo. He didn't kill Zemo. He gave right. Zemo to them. So that is right. his peace offering. And Miguel, as we go into the Wakanda story arc, so in Black Panther 2, we have to see more of Shuri, right? That, that yes. has to be the case. And she is, mm. she is now the top scientist in the MCU since Tony yes. Stark has died. So yes, we, we, have, we have to see more of her. And if At least until you bring Reed Richards out. I don't know. But yeah, right now, I'm saying. She might fall in love with Falcon when, she, when he goes <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but you know what? And to he, your point, Chloe, he be I, the king. I could see Shuri. He could be the king. Yo, Falcon was turned into the black man. I could see Shuri. I, I do want to see Shuri and Sam act uh, working together on screen. I think they will make a good acting duo. Not necessarily relationship wise, but as far as like working together. Look, look, look. It's going to be the same storyline as, um, as uh, what's his name? As uh, Coming to America. First, she going, he going to get there. She going to hate him. She'll be like, how dare you come into my land? And then he's going to be like, well, you don't understand the plight of black America. Well, this is my land. And then they're going to like team up. And then at the end. He, they're going to be together. Watch. All right. So, Big Mike, you, you remember <laughs> uh, my Black Panther review I did with my brother Mikhail on the Correct. Creative yes. Gourd. So, one of the points I had in there is that one of, one of the ways to truly demonstrate Shuri's brilliance would have her working and collaborating with Tony Stark. Because that will give everyone a sort of barometer of how brilliant she actually is. And I'm, right. I'm just, uh, unfortunately... Because of what happened in Endgame, you know, spoiler alert, right? That that can never happen unless they have flashback can, scenes where they actually did at some point. Can I together. can I interject? Because I did a little googling this morning. What? <laughs> Tony Stark's gonna come back, according to the comics. Asterisk. Because what's gonna happen is he's being a clone is currently being made of him, and they're going to take his memories and put it into the clone, similarly to what they did to my man uh, Vision. Vision. So that's what's happening. So Tony Stark will make an, a reappearance. We just don't know when. Um, I can see that too. And Josh, I get your point, but <clears throat> don't you think Wakanda still want to kind of like? Stay to themselves or whatever. They like we don't want to give up our tech, bro. They can't after Endgame. Not not just after Endgame, but after Black Panther, when you know T'Challa and some of the dumb Laje and and Nakia went to the Compton, UN. Right? No, they went to UN. At the end, then they go to Compton. Hold on, this. They went to both. They, they went, they went to, to both. Okay. So they went to the UN first, which is more prominent right. of coming out into the world, mm-hmm. especially as right. as a sovereign. Uh, Nation who practices uh, segregation, essentially, like self-segregation, and that's their choice. And they have the ability to be self-sufficient, which no one other, no other country in the world can do, mm-hmm. which makes it even more powerful. So the UN, to me, is special, but that could be because I'm a poli-sci major. But I understand how that business, how that industry works. In addition to the reach-out community and the Bay Area and okay. Oakland. Yeah. Oh, so, it's Oakland. Okay. So that, that can, yeah, that, that's where Kugler is from. That's his, that's his hometown. That's why he puts it there. And so. the Black Panther. I must say, well. I disagree with them integrating. <laughs> All hell broke loose after they integrated. Well, again, we, we remember <laughs> what, you, what you said on uh, our first 
uh, Netflix party. We got to bring that back. Maybe we should do a Disney Plus party. Yeah, duh. They yeah. have the whole. They have the whole interface for that. They do. And Amazon um, Prime does too. So if we got anything on there, so you think Cap Four or, or you know as as Sam as Cap now only? Well, first of all, I definitely see a cameo by old Cap and Captain America. You 4. have to because that that'll yeah. give it its uh, blessing, right? At yeah, the end of yeah. The day, I think I think he'll visit him Cap. and stuff like that, some kind of way, or whatever. I think it'd be dope if he somehow brought old Cap and Isaiah Bradley together. I can, I could totally see that. That's that's gonna happen a thousand percent. I we gonna we gonna we gonna, we have a lot of uh, prophecies in this episode from <laughs> Phil Diz and Mike. So check check it out. I be knowing y'all. I be knowing that Pisces, <laughs> yeah. that's that. But I think it'd be dope if Sam and Bucky, matter of fact, go visit old Cap in the movie. They probably couldn't afford him for the show, I'm sure, but. <laughs> For the movie, I think it'll be so, uh, so. Again, that's my question for you, Big Mike. Because how filming works, unless you're going to film both at the same time, if they do a Cap Four movie, then you're not going to have a, a Captain America or Falcon Winter Soldier season two until a certain time. So after, unless unless they film two seasons back to back at once, where they can release both the show and the film at the same time. But unless you, hmm. to me, scheduling conflict, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. It was only six episodes. So they me probably personally, did. He thought I wanted suit to do more or whatever. Me personally. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I think that they're going to have a season two, which will then lead into the movie. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. by the time it comes out, you have to have, I would imagine, what, Black Panther 2 first before that comes right, out. Correct. Since this right. is just announced how Marvel... You know, it's, it's only in the works. Not even they didn't do nothing yet. Exactly. So it's about three to four years at least before a Captain America four will come out. But not if they making it for TV. No, 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 no. That'll be that'll be for the theater. Captain America. Godzilla 4. versus whatever. Oh, King I, Kong. I, I, we'll hold that. What's this for the movies? For for a second, only because we'll we'll address this later when we talk about <clears throat> uh, Spider Man No Way Home, because that has said in its tra- uh, teaser trailer that it's only going to be in theaters. So yes. Mar- Marvel has a game plan for that. So we'll we'll, we'll hold that. We'll get to that. Yeah, but um, yeah. So to your point, I think they'll make a season two first, and then they'll they'll segue that into the movies. They'll probably include more stuff about Sharon being she's back at age. She's back being Agent Carter now, and she's a power broker. So I think um, you know that's pretty cool. I, I know her grandmother turned over her grave right now, whatever like that. But that's another another story. Whatever. Listen, she she a woman, she a career woman. She about her and, money and her grandmother. <laughs> Her grandmother understands because she understands the spy industry, right? Because at the end of the day, usually in all fictitious stories of spies, they eventually, you know, they they blur the lines and they sell to both sides. Correct. Because they under they truly understand how the world works because they have all the secrets. They neutral. <laughs> but yeah. they but they get paid. I, I, I want to see Zemo get out. I love Zemo. He he to me. Was one of the standout characters on this whole show. Absolutely. And I'm not going to lie. I'm very happy that I started binge watching the Avengers cartoon on Disney Plus and Chloe's seen me watch this all the time. During my quarantine, I've been watching that nonstop. And it's it has done an excellent job of bringing cartoons to real life. So you actually have everyone in their authentic costumes. So Zemo with the actual mask, which is great, and the sword, number one. But also they really make a point of talking about the ways that they hold the prisoners or the super villains. So even Uh, people, imagine people like Thanos or Kang the Conqueror being in a prison. So these are the type of prisons that are developed in this, in this version. So the raft represents a, uh, 
a, a window into uh, Ross's right uh, yeah. prisons, which is very prominent in the comics. Well, if we look back, remember in, in Captain America: Civil War, when they got caught, they had um, Sam in that same prison, right? Exactly. But also Wanda. And, we, look, we like Wanda. And, I know she got, and Hawkeye as well. Yeah, Hawkeye. But Wanda, you think to yourself now about Wanda, like she should be able to get out. She can do anything. But now you realize that prison is super max. It's like it stops her powers or whatever and stuff like that. Wanda could build a whole city stuff from nothing. So <laughs> watch how she gets stuck in prison or whatever. Apparently, like the technology is called energy dampeners, which I gotcha. feel like tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. It's kryptonite. <laughs> Basically. Kryptonite prisons. <laughs> it works for everything. It's <laughs> an East Point. Um, I didn't expect it to do more. Falcon suit didn't never really do like a lot or whatever like that. So but to be fair, I would say, and I had to shout out Charlie at Emergency Awesome. He did point out great things in the se- uh, the season finale. So when the fog comes out, you can see what the suit can actually do because his goggles are part of the suit. <laughs> right. So he can see through smoke. You can see how he's uh. His wings are programmed to be aerodynamic at the right time. So when he went underwater, he essentially became a Falcon torpedo right? right. and was able to jettison out of the ocean at a with the and the uh, the tech was able to work underwater as well. And I don't think his previous tech could do that. Wait, I have a question. There were two shields at one point. Did y'all see that? Right, one that was, was a fake. One, one was a fake. That, that's why I was. <laughs> that's why I got mad. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What the heck?" And is then this? Sam. But to, wait, wait, wait! He didn't get back. Oh, he didn't get back the shield because they took it. Okay, never mind. Go keep going. Right, and then uh, to East Point, uh, Sam actually had two drones, and before he only had one. So I thought that was yeah. cool too. He got too many drones. <laughs> Same technology yeah. and smaller. Well, package. again, yeah. they they also had the Wakandan technology that Shield essentially stole. Well, y'all know. I, well, I talked about this in our group chat, but I, you know what what I'm saying. That the suit is not cool yet because he ain't go to Wakanda yet. They're not gonna give him the whole thing. Why would they give him the whole suit and he hasn't even visited? Well, they're not gonna give him the Black Panther suit. Yeah, watch, watch, well, watch not, what happens not, in the movie. Not yet. He's gonna come out because look, look, it's a theme. It's a theme with them about them getting black suits. Like even the, the Captain America super spy US agent, agent. Yep. He's gonna get a black suit. Well, so, he already got a black suit. It's black and red, like the comics. Exactly. So guess what's gonna happen? He'll go to Wakanda. He'll get that Wakandian. Uh, vibranium Wakandan Wakandan Vibranium It's gonna be flowing Through that suit And then E-Money You gonna have What you wanted But they can't do that In the series They gotta do that In a movie Have to do it in the movie Like they didn't even Reveal his technology In the series Like Michael Luther They did it really it's, it's probably, I'm sure it's more To it E To, that, to your point as well yes. And whatnot. Cause remember Spider-Man's suit that we saw the Tony me, it was all types of crazy once we finally seen them in his own movie and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he just so. put the suit on and then went out there and, and fought, fight, fought and people. And being around these two amazing prophets, I have thus decided to turn myself into Josh Dradamus. Are you ready? So, just like as Mike said, there's going to be a second season to lead into the film, right? So, yeah. the second season is going to have Sam coming to terms with his decision that Chloe brought up. He's going to have some internal conflict. He's going to have to go home to Africa and to Wakanda and learn more about the shield and kind of build, have that type okay. of character arc. To me, this makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. And then that's, those are the type of things that you can have in, in the actual film. But in the season, it's, his, it's, it's the same format. It's his uh, day-to-day. Okay. Okay, I got you. So In maybe he, he'll reach out to Bucky to say, Bucky, I need you to take me somewhere. Because Bucky know how to get, he got the coordinates. 
whatnot. So you can get And it was in. only six episodes. Y'all yeah. tell me they ain't filmed twelve? Yeah, right. No, they only filmed six or whatever. They only six filmed, one hour episodes. They only filmed six. They only but brought, to me, what six. It did happen to go back to the show. I know we kind of <laughs> go back to Cap already, but um with the pandemic, they had to do a lot of different reshoots. So apparently I don't know if you saw a, what, what is, a new rock star, the Charlie, whatever, but there was supposed to be a story about a virus. Oh, Eric Voss. Yeah, exactly. Remember, because we we actually talked about it here on yeah. the Theater. vaccine. It was supposed yeah. it was the story arc was apparently very comparable to what was going on now with the disease, ironically. Right. However, it's also apparently it's supposed to have both in terms of the accuracy of the focus on what's going on with race relations. So those things were both supposed to be in it, but they, they didn't want to make it too accurate. <laughs> I don't think they want to scare people or whatever, so, you know, because, you know, first like, of all, can you, wait, can I just say one thing? It was yeah. very accurate because when they were storming that building, I was like, this is when they stormed the Capitol building, but a lot more organized. It was very parallel. So if they would have put the virus in there, too. It would just been like, y'all planned all of this. Yeah, yeah, I'm not think like I, I can't imagine a movie like Contagion coming out today. It would scare the hell out of people because there is actual virus in the world. So I think they just said, you know what, let's eliminate that altogether. But they had the you know? whole capital. Like remember they when they stormed the cap when they stormed the capital, it was because they wanted to stop a vote and what happened in Winter Soldier. Same thing, yeah. Same yeah, exact thing, bro. Like it, yeah. it was way more organized. That's another thing too. I like that they're showing us a lot of post blip. And the Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier in mm-hmm. like six months. Look, remember, WandaVision was only three weeks later. So that's kind of like fresh. But this was mm-hmm. six months later. So you see what happens when people try to come back in the world. Like the guy made a point too, where Sam kind of got quiet. He was like, well, What about people who were gone and they come back and now their house is gone or whatever? Or now their job is gone. What do we do about them? Stimulus check. Now, <laughs> when I think about exactly, or a blip check, right? Now, like, what? when I think about the initial. Of release format, which is supposed to be Falcon and Winter Soldier first, and you're supposed to be presented with this post-blip world, which is, I think, a fantastic strategy after Endgame, as you're alluding to, Miguel. However, the fact that the pandemic forced them to switch things around, and now WandaVision went first, and that's only three weeks, now you can actually expand further and further away from the blip. So like how you're saying, you're bringing it more into its own world, its own universe that you can conceptualize. And then you're able to go back in history with Loki to when it was actually going on. So you're essentially in the films on the TV show, which is, I think, brilliant. Yeah, because there was actually supposed to be, speaking of that, one of my little sources told me there's supposed to be a post uh, credit scene with Zemo and, um, and them forming the Thunderbolts with um, Yelena Belova, who was the Black Widow sister, um, in this show. But they moved it to the end of the Black Widow movie instead and whatnot. Exactly. So, and shout out to the little birdie, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. What is Charlie? Or, or, I, I got a lot of stuff I watch now, Josh. It's crazy. I put in hours on this stuff now. Well, now, that's what I'm talking about. And I have to shout out the comments for those who are listening on the podcast. So that's my bad on that. So E-Money said... He is Cap now, referring to Sam Wilson, which is dope. Nate Dizzle said, "Blacked in America," which is hilarious. That that's definitely gonna stick. <laughs> e Money also said, "I wanted the suit to do more." I understand that we just went over that. And E Money just said, "But I wanted them to try and rip the wings off, and the wings cut whoever grabs them." And again, I feel like that's gonna happen. It's kind of like, you know, it's like a it's it's essentially Sam Will, William, uh, excuse me, Sam Wilson's Captain American 
origin series now. <laughs> That's essentially what it has become. It's his origin series of becoming Captain America. So I think it's going to be very interesting after season two, as we talked about as uh, Josh Thomas and, and the prophets here, and then going into Captain America four and what, four to six years, however long it takes. I think there's certain things that can happen in, in order to kind of talk about essentially happen the, the, the way that we said, except I don't know if they're going to be able to have a third season the same way it comes out on film. So uh, a similar situation was with Benedict Cumberbatch, who is Dr. Strange. Absolutely. And then he was also Sherlock Holmes and they had the BBC show Sherlock. But then they also had a feature film. But during that, when they were producing the feature film, there was no season. So I'm just thinking about in terms of production, in terms of logistics, mm -hmm. if there is going to be a cap uh, four, there can't be any season three or season three would be after Captain Four. I think once you go to the movies, I think you can't go back to TV or whatever like that. I think mm. they stick to movies after that. OK. And by that time, by the time they be Captain America four, obviously, the movie theaters will probably be and full flux, right? And they'll be more profitable to make a movie than go back to TV. I feel is like. it more uh, profitable in a movie? Yeah, because your budget is so much and whatnot. Yeah, but so. if your budget is smaller, if you're spending less money to make it and you're getting more money, it's like cost versus expense. Right. Or but income versus on, cost. So it's like they're making way more money off of Falcon Winter Soldier than they'll probably make in the movie theaters, in my opinion. No way. Yeah, because they're spending less to make it, and they're, they're getting not. more. They spent 150 million to make that show. It's like it's like remember, it's like six million. But movies. Mike, guess how many people have a subscription to Disney Plus that they're paying Correct. every month? Correct. However, you don't get repeat viewership like you do at a movie. But day. you don't need a repeat viewership because you got a subscription. Un unfortunately, Chloe, in this world of fantasy, okay, ask Dana, and I'll I'll admit there's certain pieces of content that I've paid multiple times to see in the movie theaters, and what essentially what Mike is saying when you sub, the subscribe business model, mm -hmm. you only have to pay once a month, which is great. That's a wonderful business, but it's not once every uh, episode. It's not once every film you stream. But it's, it's like once a month times a million people who are going to continue to pay once a month for twelve months and in, into perpetuity. Absolutely. Versus one person who might just be a fan of Marvel and go see a movie twice. But as far as no, I know, it's a million people going to see it twice. That's what I'm saying. Right. The same million people are, are going to, to go see it twice. See but it guess twice. what? They also know that the people who got the subscription are also going to the movies. Absolutely. So, so it's a win. It's, no, it's both. I, I understand what you're saying, but to reverse engineer your point, which is brilliant. Imagine what, what Miguel is saying, right? So imagine those a million people who subscribed, those are going to be your, your essentially your, uh, your demographic, your base mm -hmm. audience. So those are the people who are going to see your content multiple times. So it's kind of like spear fishing or, or sniping essentially in terms of demographics. So imagine people like ourselves who would actually pay multiple times to see it in theaters even though we would binge watch it so you're equating the the, the habit of binge watching to uh, applying it to box office and movie theaters and then that's that's more revenue coming in i mean i also think that it's a it's a multi-stream 
marketing plan essentially no, again it, it'll work both together and i agree with that completely. it's definitely gonna work both together. but i'm just saying like i don't see the fact of it not going well think about screen. a household right think about you and josh right you watch it off one disney plus subscription mm-hmm. that's two tickets right there right if you went to a movie theater so it's essentially it's more money or if i got a but family we're all, I got, but listen we're also gonna go to the movie theater no, no, no. I, I get that. So it's like it's it's like it's not like one or the other, Mike. It's like both. I, I get that, but again, the movie Plus. theater brings in the casual fan, which is every yes. every entertainment source's main goal is to get the average fan. With sports, is to get the casual fan. With things like this, you get the casual fan, but you get the casual fan with content like Endgame and Avengers Infinity yes. War. So that's how that's how you get the casual fan. So this is why I feel like you'll get more money that way because not only you'll get the ticket. But then you'll get a subscription on top of that. Well, yeah. now kind of like how how kids movies, right? Why there's some more profitable, more profitable street um, uh, at the movie theater because a kid needs their parent to go to the movies. That's an additional ticket. Mm-hmm. Where at home, I can sit you down and watch it. I ain't got to watch it myself mm-hmm. or whatever like that. So it's kind of like you, the the multiple people on top of multiple viewers, the theater will always make more than streaming. It's just, it's and then we see unless how, unless there's a pandemic and all the movie theaters are closed. No, exactly. Well, <laughs> but but it, but again, we see how reliant the movie theaters and the box office business is on these movie theaters and studios because their margins can be so terrible that they're not pandemic proof. Well, but now when they're open. They're now they're, now they're pandemic proof. Like I said, I just sent the uh, in the group chat, which will be another outing, Mike. If we can get this first one together, because if not, I quit. <laughs> I quit. I relinquish. We'll get it together. It's not I my relinquish fault. my position as event planner. Um, but you can rent out an entire movie theater for 150 bucks to ha- to host 20 people. Yeah, I did that. I went there. I did that already. Yeah, so I mean, like you know, there's always going to be streams of income, essentially for movie theaters. However, like I mean, you they they did they made it better for themselves because of the pandemic. The pandemic helped the movie theater industry. Period. Because people have the choice now to watch it at home or go to the only theater for this year. Home. Next year is going back to theaters only. No, so I disagree because people are still going to be afraid to go to the movie theaters. Why would you cut off a, a stream of revenue that you don't even have to really pay anything for? Well, like, look on, at Disney. Only because, as the stats are alleging, apparently there's going to be at least a, a vaccine for every single adult American. And people still going to catch it. And guess what? Oh, well. And secondly, you're look not looking at, at the whole well, picture. Look at like HBO these? Max. Look at HBO Max. So I'm going to use them as the the prototype. Go ahead. Godzilla and versus King Kong is in movie theaters. So Correct. if you can afford to rent out a movie theater, you're going to take your friends to go there. If you're scared to like you know catch the coronavirus, or you're going to take your risk to go and at a regular screening, or you can watch it at home. Why would they cut off the on the because home? Even with okay, so the first quarter revenue uh, uh, numbers came out right. Mm-hmm. So even with the Snyder cut, Godzilla vs Kong, um, that what's that the little things or whatever, uh, Warner Brothers only still has like they, I think they gained like five million subscribers in the last four months, which is not a lot or whatever like that. It's because you're if you if it was only in theaters. Do you know how much money Godzilla vs. Kong will make versus it being able to save as well? You're thinking of short-term gains. There's a difference between short-term monetary gains and long-term monetary gains. It's like, would you rather take the annuity and get paid X amount of money for this amount of time, or would you rather take the lump sum? So, yes, agreeing with you in that sense. But I'm thinking long-term. 
Because these companies are long-term. Disney's but a listen. long-term company. They are not thinking of short-term, like, oh, we need to get this movie out. But listen, Godzilla vs. Kong, right? Let's, mm-hmm. um, let's, let's forget that. Okay, so next year, Warner Brothers is going to be theaters only at first. And then after 45 days, it'll go to streaming. So they'll get both. They'll get the theaters only first, mm-hmm. and then they'll still get the streaming. But just after 45 days and whatnot. Yeah. That way the theaters get more time to kind of flourish or whatever. And stuff like that. So it's never going to be only theaters forever. It'll get to streaming, but it won't be day and date anymore. What I'm year. saying is because of the pandemic, it'll never only be theaters ever again. Because it, I agree oh, with it's that. like it's like it's like jobs working from home. Like, no, you can't take a snow day. Work from home. I agree, but it won't <laughs> be the same day like it is now. It it'll, might. It'll, it'll and I feel like for certain things it might be. For certain things it might not. It depends on how much money they spent. Well, uh, again, uh, I think Everyone is speaking facts, and I appreciate that. But I would just say respectfully that it's, have we ever seen, number one, a billion-dollar show? Again, I can't think of one unless you're talking about, you know, DVD sales and things like that. Maybe Game of Thrones would get there. Maybe. But most people stream things now, so they're not actually getting the DVDs unless they're uh, like a Dr. Sheldon Cooper, respectfully, right? And then you have the aspect of the movie industry alone is a $9.9 billion industry. So it actually makes more money per year than an NFL, which yeah. is outrageous. So there's no way you can make up that, that type of money, which is only available at this specific venue with you know streaming. It, it's just, it just doesn't... It, it's not possible. It's yeah, definitely not possible. But yeah. I, I w- again, I would say that even when you look at the math, right? So... If there's if the average movie uh, ticket, let's say on a, an, a on a premium like an Avengers event type yeah. of thing or Black Panther or whatever, right? Let's say eighteen dollars. That's yeah. that, that's the average. And then some of the the average theater is two hundred to three hundred seats. So eighteen times three hundred, that's fifty four hundred, as opposed to paying one fifty for twenty. Correct. And the other part, Chloe, one thing I want to talk about, the actors, the directors, they all have back-end deals, right, when they sign these contracts. so And they get the deals based off of the movie's profits, how much extra money that they can make in and stuff like that. So they need the theaters to be able to pay these back-end deals. Josh, I'm talking about, but to be able to pay these back-end deals that they make with these people. So the streamers, again, I think it will be there, and we'll get it faster than ever, Um uh, close to your point, but the day and date thing, it won't be there after next year. I don't feel like so. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so, what do you got next, Josh? <laughs> and next, we actually have the mental theater at warp speed. So, we have 30 seconds to give our take about certain news. So, one of the cool things that I found, and I had no idea was that Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Louis. It's Louis. Louis, excuse me. Mademoiselle. Yeah. Pardon, madame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Seinfeld and Veep fan, so that's not Oh, yeah. Veep is great for the first yeah. uh, four seasons. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, so apparently she was snuck in to the set every day in a hooded cloak, similar to how you know Star Wars is doing their thing as well, which I appreciate. So they not, I'm sure not, even either fans and or other cast members knew that wow. she was actually 
being part of it. So it's kind of like how <laughs> Vinny Chase says, like, I didn't know who, what happened until I saw the thing. <laughs> right. That's pretty dope, actually. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That, that just goes to speak on Kevin Feige and Marvel and how, you know, they're trying to keep things secret. It's amazing um, that they still can in this world, certain things or whatever like that, because the vultures are out. The people want to know. But like, Chloe, to your point, people, Marvel fans, they don't care about spoilers at all. Like, they want to know what's going to happen, what the plot is, who's in it. Like, they want to know everything up front. So Feige has to do a great job. And all the actors have uh, uh, NDAs. Like, they can't say nothing without being sued and stuff like that. So, no, nah, it's pretty dope to everybody hide it. So, so. Oh, no. Claude is? Uh, it's cool. I think it's cool. It's about to go down. It is about to go down. And I'm actually very curious to see what she has in store for the U.S. agent. And I'm curious to see how they uh, blur that line of... Uh, <laughs> Good and evil, because you know, in in the let's say in the Hydraverse, that's a that's a very slicky uh, sticky slope. Well, I will say this: he lost his pension, his job, but like you said, he's trying to get more money from this organization, I guess, so to speak, than he would have as regular USA. And again, I actually have to applaud Marvel again, simply because they are causing awareness for things like PTSD. I think that's one of the main phrases Clodiz was screaming out was like PTSD. You could see like they they made a great the director and the cinematography. They I think they represented PTSD very well because Carly Walker, they were definitely, you know, unfortunate Bucky. victim Bucky victims of, yeah. you know, PTSD. So I think that's great that they're making that uh having that uh, part of it, but also the monetary part of it, right? Because imagine if you believe in the stars and stripes, but they might not back you up the same way looking at Sharon Carter. So then you have to bur blur the lines, be like, hey, you're not standing for what you recruit people on. So that I think that's the the element of having the the soldiers because you have that recruitment service. And then what are you going to do after Right. So are you going to be a mercenary or are you going to join corporate America in this way? Kind of like how uh, War Machine and and Rode and Rhodey is doing something similar like that, because I can't wait to see Rhodey and Sam Wilson, Captain America teaming up. I think that'll be fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of his show, Armor Wars, uh, Rhodey show, which is also going to be on Disney Plus. So, OK. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, Armor Wars, where he's um, like people, I guess, are going after a lot of Stark techs as he's gone. Yeah. So, Rhodey's supposed to be like looking, like I guess, investigating everybody who's trying to get a get a hold of it and stuff like that. Now that is dope because that's one of the main thing that happens in the comics. Because I'm learning from watching the Avengers uh, Assemble show, the yeah. cartoon. It, essentially, there's always about people like AIM uh taking yeah. the tech but that's also the uh plot of the avengers video game that tony stark yeah loves so and also just a hammer he loves stark tech too whatever like that so oh and he's already introduced in the mcu which is great yes yes yeah all right yeah. and then to talk about certain shows what about i think this is fantastic news by the way and great business on her part. And it is Amelia Clark set to enter the Marvel MCU, 
perhaps as a scroll and how the scrolls got here, the uh, reptilian alien race that uh, is very familiar with Nick Fury. And ironically, his involvement with the scroll in this MCU is completely different than the comics, which is interesting because he's working with them in this MCU Mm -hmm. before he's going deep undercover to, you know, uh, uh, reveal them. Yeah, no, I like it. I like. I mean, she's. I think she's a good actress and stuff like that. Um, I think the movies didn't work for her, unfortunately, and I was upset about that. You know, that Terminator she was in was trash <laughs> and whatnot. Um, I thought she was good at Solo, though. Actually, I think and she I, was um, great at Solo, and I can't wait yeah. for Solo if they ever do Solo too. She would definitely. Well, I, I heard that her character, um, as well as Maul. Remember, she worked for Maul at the end. Uh, will be in the um, Obi Wan series. Okay. Stuff like that. Like a part of that, so I think that'll be pretty cool. Or not Obi Wan, um, Lando, Lando series or whatever with the young Lando, Tara's again, stuff Yo, like that. Absolutely, she. I think she would be the perfect scroll queen who who essentially has her eye set on Iron Man and in, in yeah. the comics. But, but I don't I'm know that happen here. If you get her good material, obviously we've seen it before. Like she's amazing. So and she's only got to be better than what she used to be. So I feel like this is a great. First, Marvel's good at casting, man. Like Disney, I'm sorry, it's good at casting. So you know, I, I love it. So and maybe she's up for a series because, as you said, the movies just didn't just didn't turn out well. I just don't think she got the right project. But I think she'll be uh, she'll get more interest for other roles, and I can definitely yeah. she can have a she can easily have a cameo in every single Marvel film now. Yeah, well, I think Kit Harrington, right? He's smart, right? He's gonna be in uh, Eternals or whatever, right? So he 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 went he kind of went to the Marvel route now rather than some other project or whatever. So I think that'll keep his name in buzz. So maybe this will help her get back on that popularity track a little bit. So absolutely, Clodis, what are your thoughts? Because I know you love Daenerys <laughs> as a, little, a character. I'm a little sad because like, is she not gonna be in the uh, Game of Thrones uh, throwback or anything? Uh, prequel? No, because no, she wasn't no. alive. No. That's my take. <laughs> I need it's her. At least, I, think I need it's her about, in Game of Thrones. I need her in Game of Thrones. I'm pretty sure it's 300 years before the stories you saw in Game of Thrones. Or and listen, prequel, so. maybe her mom looked exactly like her. I don't know. I just needed that actress in You'll there. see. No, 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 no. It's about Targaryens. So you're going to see. Uh, it's the House of Dragons. So you're going to see. It's, it's, I think it's um, 12 to 14 fully grown dragons in that show, alive at that, at that time. And it's about the whole... Um, Targaryen lore. Exactly, like which is this kind of disappoints me because it's like, when did she film that? Did she film that? Is she going to film this instead? Well, she's not in that. She, no, I'm saying that. her oh. person, she can be in it and be like her great great grandmother or something like No, but no, no, like no. Her. So, Claude, this is great in terms of marketing. This is why Mike is correct because Marvel does a great way, does a great thing in terms of their casting. So you just want to see her in whatever. Well, they no, I want to see her in Game of Thrones. I don't want to see her in whatever. That's my point. <laughs> she just stick to where she was. Like I need her in Game of Thrones. I don't need her in Marvel. Like stay out of MCU. Once that news prequel comes out and you see the uh, everything else, you, you, you're not gonna be thinking about Khaleesi. I'm telling you. You can't look at her and not think unless she has different color hair or something. Well, again, have you guys seen her when she's not in the Khaleesi getup? She looks she like a completely look, different yeah, person. She doesn't look like her. But I mean, yeah, exactly. Acting. Which is why I'm. I don't know if I'll appreciate her. Did you see Solo, Club? No. So Uh we'll have to watch that, number one. And great point, Miguel, because 
she still has the ability to get glammed up. So she can still get glammed up as the queen scroll. That's that's part it's of her. It's not the glam factor. It's her character in Game of Thrones. Like, I don't know. I think right. y'all are thinking. I'm thinking nah, something. I'm saying something I, different than what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I understand what you're saying. I guess we can't understand because we saw her die in Game of Thrones. So what was she going to come that's back? That's why I said her prequel. I needed to get it's more not of her. her. Again, we can actually argue that Game of Thrones is also her story as well. Tell me more. From beginning to end, you we saw her development. We saw her evolution. I don't know how I feel. That's like saying, "Oh, we'll see Harry Potter in another film." It's not going to be the same thing. So I don't care if she's an MCU. Good okay. for her. <laughs> Chloe has spoken. I've spoken. But apparently, but apparently, the the Disney Plus show that this will be will be called Secret Invasion. So I'm very excited about that. So it'll actually chronicle the scroll the scroll progress in terms of ascending and uh, and the. Uh, powerful world let's say i mean and unfortunately to my point i'm just gonna add a caveat to that some people are only good at certain characters and once they're typecast as that character anything else they do is just not gonna be monumental kind of like the usher's confessions album like you can't go anywhere from there what just saying i mean first of all that was way off topic but (laughs) that's how i internalize it like certain people are going to be they, they typecast like look at uh I agree. Harry I agree with Potter. that. And so anything else they do is just gonna be like, eh. It won't be as good, but I think she really was good at solo. But you'll watch it, I guess. But and, and Usher made good music after Confessions too, by the way. But that's not there, not there. Did make number one, did it? <laughs> okay, so you the next. You to love in this club. Stop, stop, like, like you want. Not the album, just the okay. single. The single was lit. Okay, so the next topic is. Mortal Kombat. Miguel, did you see it yet? I did. I did. Oh, yeah, we didn't I see it, it so don't, don't say nothing crazy. I can give you a non-spoiler review, but I did see Are it. Are you bro. sure? A non-spoiler yeah. in 30 seconds because we're at work. What are you watching it, though? You don't know. Okay. Probably um, uh, streaming. Huh? You said where are we watching it? No, when. When are you watching it? Today? Uh, yeah, possibly today. Why not? Because we're doing our, we're doing a spoil discussion tomorrow on the Big Mike and Little Ash. I thought I plugged that at nice. twelve thirty tomorrow. Stuff like that. But anyway, uh, um, the uh, no, no, no. Um, so I'm not a huge gamer, as you know. I played Mortal Kombat growing up, but not recently. So I don't, I can't give you was it like the game right now. So I'm happy. I'm looking at it from a movie movie perspective rather than the game perspective. From a movie aspect. Um, I thought the fighting was 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 uh, uh let me think. I thought <laughs> damn, it was tough. Mm-hmm. The, fight choreo- the fight choreography to me was not great. I'm not gonna lie to you, but it did have some awesome visuals and awesome scenes. Um, I thought it was on a fifty million dollar budget. If you look at it and if you watch it, you can tell it's on a fifty million dollar budget. I think it needed some more money, honestly. Um, certain actors, it wasn't consistent with the acting. So certain actors were really good. Certain actors were trash or whatever like that. So I don't really like that overall. And I thought that, uh, you know, I, I like that they retcon a little people. I know gamers won't like this, but they retcon the story so it fits better as a movie. So that kind of worked for me um, as well. And I would say it's worthwhile. It didn't blow me away. 
Yeah, I, I'm with you a little bit. I felt like a little bit rushed. It didn't blow me away. Like I left it like, oh, okay, something to watch. Like I haven't watched a great movie this year, you know, except for maybe Snyder Cut. But that's a re-movie, reboot. So I don't know. I haven't watched a great movie yet. But I thought it was okay. I think you guys will like it. I would love to hear Close take on a lot of different things or whatever like that, because she's hilarious. But um, but yeah, I just felt like it was it was worth watching. Wasn't very blown away by it. If I were to give a quick rating, I'll go um uh, I would give it like a C, a C minus. Me personally. Damn. Do you think it'd be better if it, if you saw it in a the movie theater? You know what's funny when the when when the when the when it first came on and you see that new line cinema, right? And and they, and they, and when they show it, it shows it a little bit frosty, like Sub Zero. That's not a, a spoiler, uh-huh. or whatever like that. I was like, man, I wish I was in the theater watching this. But then after I finished, I was like, I can go to the theater watching this or whatever. So, so what you say? So. So yeah, I, I feel like that. Okay, so. By the way, Miguel, did you hear what uh, John Campy had to say about it? Uh, no. Nah, what did he say? What Camp say? Uh, All right, let me run it for y'all. It's uh very interesting, actually. I heard the stock I'm with a soldier review. I, I didn't hear his mental uh, Mortal Kombat one or whatever. So yeah, he had both. But uh, I mean, I just feel like I just feel like they should have used. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think if I saw it in theaters. I would have left like same way I feel now. Like, yeah, it was worth watching. It was cool, you know. But I miss. I do. It did make me miss theater movies, but also maybe at the same time, I'm happy I didn't see it. Does that make sense? So, <laughs> You're it's a little yeah, little and not and not waste any money, right? <laughs> Correct. Not waste the money. The you know going there a whole event or whatever like that. Like this, I had to pause twice because I had phone calls. I didn't feel bad pausing it. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't like. <laughs> And again, to close point, this is why streaming is great because it's a less of a investment to to stream it on at home. But at the same time, to Miguel and my's point, because after that fifteen eighteen dollars are spent, you're not getting a refund for the movie. <laughs> most people, right. mo- if most people see that type of content, let, let's just say hypothetically, imagine the people demographically who sign up just to watch. Mortal Kombat, and they watch that film. Are they going to continue their subscription, or are they just just no. going to do the trial? Actually, run? you know how many people left after the Snyder Cut? It was a huge amount of people who signed up just for that and then left. You know, um, DC and Snyderverse got crazy fans or whatever like that. So, um, and then and then the fact that they didn't, that they're not going to do the Snyderverse, made them leave out of spite. So they they lost a lot of subscribers. Actually, I mean, yeah, but then they fall into the bucket of you know one time moviegoers. Who's that? Who's the one time moviegoer? Meaning, like for that series, like say you went to go see Jurassic Fast Five and it sucked, and you're like, I'm not going to go see Jurassic Park Five Two. Again, that's (laughs) and that's fair, and that's why it's fair to say that Marvel's doing it better than Warner's, Mm -hmm. and Disney's doing better than Warner's because they're making you invest in these series long term. Mm -hmm. Disney has a formula, y'all. Y'all be sleeping on Disney. Disney Disney is beast, man. And think about all the Star Wars series coming out, Josh, with Lando and Obi Wan and Ahsoka. We haven't even talked about Mando, and that's how good they are. Like we, I haven't even thought about. Well, I think I need my plant Grogu, but like oh, we whoa, don't. Whoa, 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 whoa! I named the plant. Our Grogu, plant, by the way. <laughs> nice, nice try, though. First of all, you <laughs> dropped the baby. You dropped the plant. First of all, and he tougher because of it. That's right, Grogu. <laughs> he dropped the plant. I say you gotta name him now because you dropped him on his head. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. like that's how good. Disney is is that 
they can they can refocus your energy on something and then be like, bam, it's like a magic show. Yeah, I <laughs> like, agree. Look like, here. And like, this is disappearing. This is... And then the tiger shows up like everything is an event for them. Like all their shows are events. It's pretty that's pretty, pretty cool. Disney right? World experience is an event. Speaking like, of an event, Miguel, you sent us the Shang-Chi trailer. What did you think uh, about that? I so I got I got thoughts. I said some thoughts. I think like now that that hand to hand combat looks great. It has like mixing of kind of the old Jackie Chan wait, wait, style wait. with the. I'm sorry. Can and I, Bruce Lee. Before we before we switch subjects, can I just say this? Did Mortal Kombat make you think of your childhood? Yeah, it did. Okay, it did. I will say. So that. I'm gonna nice. watch it just because of that because I yeah, loved yeah. Mortal Kombat. Because there are certain things in the in the movie. They do exactly from the game. You're like, oh wow, or stuff like that. So I think that's pretty cool. Or the movie wasn't there a Mortal Kombat movie? Right. Yeah, but it was. They, they, but the they, movie. Yeah. Yeah, they, both, they, yeah. But they've uh, been a joke, unfortunately, to the fans. Right. So I, mm-hmm. I just hope that that this film does it justice for the fans who truly love Mortal Kombat because I, I was never one of those people, mm-hmm. but I felt bad for the response to uh, Mortal Kombat the films and similar well, like how it was for Green Lantern. <laughs> Well, I don't know, Josh, because the main character, and this is not a spoiler in the trailers, he's not in any of the games. It's it's really they it's really, really for the movie. So I don't know how, how the gamers feel about that. Hold on. So, mm. so. so there you go. But it, it makes sense, actually. But you know how gamers are or whatever like that. So so we'll see. All right, sorry, I need to know. Now you good. You good. Oh, Shang-Chi, I'm sorry. Actually, Shang-Chi, apparently. Shang-Chi, now, but, excuse me. Yeah. But uh it's um uh, the hand to hand looks great. It looks like Jackie Chan, like I said, Bruce Lee, also Crouching Tiger, got elements of all that stuff and whatnot. And um, the Matrix, yeah. And the Matrix, which I think it was, I think it's directed by the Matrix directors. No, choreographed. The same fight choreographers were from the Matrix, actually. Um, I think that um, it's, um, I, I like the story, you know, with the Ten Rings. It's dope how the Ten Rings have been around and Marvel the whole time. We just didn't know stuff like that. Um, I, I see why they put the rings on the wrist rather than on the fingers, even though it's in the fingers in the comics and the cartoon. And they look dope. I see why they did it, but I think I would rather have them on the fingers and stuff like that because each finger does something different. So I feel like that would have been more um, uh, more pronounced rather than have all the rings the same color on the on the wrist or whatever like that. But I think fighting wise, they might need them on the wrist. Um, I like mm-hmm. Wait, uh, Mike. One second, let me just interject here. I don't think you could talk about anybody rings. It's <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. Oh I'm gonna just say that. So it, okay. I gave you a week. You gave a him week a, to you, watch you, three, no, three, no, no, three, no, 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 no. You actually gave him months. We months. mentioned this months ago. Mio. Months to so watch three, three-hour movies. You know what? It's actually it's. <laughs> Probably closer to years now, Miguel. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I feel triggered when I hear you say rings, Mike. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, uh, I won't say rings again, but Shang-Chi. Now, I, I said this in the chat and other chats. It looks like a dope, good action movie, but I don't see it like for some reason doing the same thing as like a Marvel movie would do, as far as the buzz or uh theatrical uh box office and whatnot. Now I know the Marvel name, like Tony said, will get people in there, but I don't think the casual fan, like my mother. Who would who would go see? No, seriously, who would go see a Captain America or Iron Man or um or or, or a little kid who would want to go see somebody who want to go see Shang Chi? Like, who the hell is this guy? I mean, I feel like that's gonna be hard. Now, again, that's fair. 
I, and I would ask respectfully because I feel like this is his own genre, right? Because it, again, this is Marvel's uh, inception of Bruce Lee, the per- correct the, the character, the person he was, created, he was created after Bruce Lee, correct? Yeah. He was inspired by Bruce Lee, so correct. I'm just curious of those people who aren't into Marvel films, but they're into the genre of a Bruce Lee or kung fu or martial art type of films similar to a star like jet lee or jackie chan and i believe their current choreographers are also in this movie as well mm-hmm. so i'm curious to see if they are you know if you're interested in th- that type of genre of a film okay. and you and you have let's say you have a res- uh, a respect for marvel you might not be deep in the mcu like us but you have a respect for marvel and the content that they create where they can get a casual fan on certain aspect and they'll still be entertained and imagine them having that impact in this genre, which is going incredibly unrepresented in Hollywood. Okay. I, have I agree. Two, I, I have two and, questions. Uh, I have two questions. This is going to be on what channel? It's going to be in the theaters. Probably going to okay, be in theaters. So it's yeah. going to be in the theaters, right? So, so just FYI, I think uh-huh. everything after 2022 or two, excuse me, after Spider-Man, which is 2021 and Christmas, but 2022 is going to be all theaters. That That's their plan. Okay, so I think if it was on TV, they'd probably reach a wider audience if it's streaming. So they probably will stream after, like you said, and that will reach a, reach a wider audience because I can't see certain demographics just going to the movie to see this movie. That's now, let me just say this, because the second thing is, Unless it has like a black actor, kind of like Rush Hour, I don't think your mom is going to go see it, Mike. Right, exactly. I agree. She won't, yeah. But <laughs> if kids, if there's like a series on TV prior to this that would get people interested in it, maybe your mom might go see it if she watches okay. Disney Plus and has a subscription. Number three, if your kids watch it and they like it on TV, then you probably will go take them and then they'll get the, you know, adult kid thing. A cool, uh, price for the tickets but if the, if all they're doing is just going to put this thing out in the movie theaters I agree with you Mike I think it's only for a specific demographic and I agree with you Josh about people who like martial arts and to be fair the demographic that likes martial arts usually goes into films and droves so mm-hmm. not not only on the the eastern front so let's say the majority of Asia because Asia's you know, box office industry is comparable with ours. Like, no, that I never thought. I, I was more talking about domestically, but I know overseas, especially in Asia and specifically China, this movie will do great mm-hmm. because, first of all, not only are you getting the martial art, but you're getting for them their first Asian superhero mm-hmm. in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to excite them. But, but to Chloe's yes. point, I think the casual, you know, middle-aged white or black person we're like oh yeah i don't know who that is or whatever like that mm-hmm. i feel like they might not be the ones who who go see it like domestically and, and th- now the only thing is that if they can somehow like they used to do somehow let's say widow springs into shang chi somehow you know what i mean like because I, I do want to know like i said the, the the um the trailer looks dope but I haven't seen a connection yet. And you know, Marvel always connects to each other. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm really, I'm really concerned. Well, about apparently, they is been their universe or their storyline has been going around. You know, in the background of everything that's happening. So, including the blip. Mm-hmm. So the connection might be the blip if it's going to be for a current timepiece of essentially the Mandarin story in current day, which well, is usually the Mandarin story is just current day in Marvel. But what's the current day in Marvel at this time? Is this now? 
Well, also, Josh, like, if we're talking about uh, current events, <laughs> like, they'll probably put, uh, you know, the whole Asian hate thing in there. The MCU makes fans, meaning all the current Marvel fans weren't comic fans. Okay, that's fair. MCU has a lot of characters that weren't popular in comics, but people love them now. Scott Lord and Drax. True. Well, Star Lord, but I, I agree with that. And I said that to Tony as well. It's got to be a great movie, number one. But at the same time, making fans not the same as doing well in the box office, right? Because Doctor Strange and Ant-Man didn't do well in the box office, even though we know who they are and stuff mm. like that. So that's 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 more what I'm getting at. Like, well, like you can be a fan, but what you say, like we said before, right? Go see it and then go see it again. Right, for repeat viewership and stuff like that. That's where you're gonna get the key to having the the higher numbers and stuff like that. I mean, to be fair, they do have their fan base in America too. I mean, especially if it's talking about political, social issues, like they'll have their fan base in America, and then people who are outside the demographic will watch it on streaming, not in the movies. Well, when it comes out, the streaming, yeah, yeah, because why not? It's something to watch on TV, like Mortal Kombat. Like, I'm not like, oh my god, Mortal Kombat, but it's on there, so I'm gonna watch it. Because no, I, 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 I think, like I said, when it gets to streaming, you might get more people, maybe I don't know, too, but you'll definitely, um, well, um, I think it'll be hard to begin. Now, we'll see as they get they keep marketing it, right? It's not coming out till September and how it builds up. September, when not I saw that it far just, away, though, huh. It's not that far away. Like, like yeah, think about it. after Falcon and then June is going to be low-key. And then after June, I don't know what Widow. else. Widow. Widow and, and then July. after Widow, it's going to whatever. So, like, it's it's in the ser- it's in the lineup of shows that are on Disney. So, people yeah, are going to Yeah, but it's not a show. It. It's a movie. That's the thing. Only a movie and stuff like that. So, so, they're not going to put it on streaming at all? No. I mean, they will after it. It's out in the movie theater, yeah. like whatever. That's the point. So, so once you know, what I mean, they probably have a project timeline that says by the time it gets to streaming, that'll be the only content on there to stream. Just like Mando was the only new content. Like they have a time schedule for this. So whatever money they don't recoup in the theater, they're gonna recoup on the back end. Okay, that just, makes sense. I mean, make it. I no, I could definitely see that, and I, I would just say they're uh, let's say. VOD release will be sooner because of streaming. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say we watched Mulan. Oh, what you guys think? I never heard your the thoughts on that. Josh, exactly. okay, never mind. It, was, it was something to watch. Like you know, it was something right. to watch. It was it was definitely something to watch, and <laughs> and we actually uh, we somehow got around paying because I believe we watched it in a hotel. Yeah, we did watch it in a hotel, so, so we didn't have to pay for nope. it. And, so, you stole, so you stole Mulan. Actually, we did and not steal it because we, we paid uh, our rate, a hotel rate, number one. <laughs> number two, if we would have paid, similar to you, if you would have paid to see Mortal Kombat, if we would have paid to see Mulan, I, w- I would never pay to see that. That doesn't mean that it's bad. I just, I just, me personally, I wouldn't pay to see that. It was good to did see you, for free. Did right. you watch the Mulan cartoon growing yes, up? Yes, of course. I love Mulan. Like, right. Mulan was the, Mulan was the, because the thing is, Disney did the same thing back then. There was a princess at a specific time, and then you move on to the next princess, and everything was that princess. So they're doing the same formula essentially on Disney Plus. Like, we're going to get you invested in Baby Gro- um, Grogu, and then we're going to get you invested in the Falcon, and then we're going to get you invested in Wanda, and then we're going to get you invested in Vision because it's the only thing that's streaming. Facts. 
So that's their formula, and they're just bringing that junk to 2021, and that's what we're where we're at now. So don't be surprised in September, right? This comes out in September. Yeah. After September, let's say October, when it's streaming, it's going to be all kung fu stuff. Okay, back to Mulan for a second. So how, how close was it to the, to the cartoon? Since you didn't like it, ah, uh, the it? dragon wasn't there, which I thought uh, was like a pivotal. It was like there, but it was not there. The phoenix, whatever. Like so, I thought as a Woman empowerment film, yes, it, it hit all the areas. As the cartoon, no, because in cartoon, not like Aladdin, where there's like these special effects of like a thing talking and like the dragon or the phoenix, whatever, was really big in the original movie. Gotcha. Okay. And like in this movie, it was more realistic. It wasn't as cartoony. Which, and, and it was, and to me yeah. that to me that added value for me because I didn't necessarily remember the cartoon that well. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like, eh, you know, <laughs> like, I, like I didn't watch Mulan. So I'm just curious. That was crazy. If I was to rate the movie on just a movie, like I'd say it's probably out of ten stars, maybe a seven and a half. Like I thought it w- had a good message to it. It had you know a storyline. There was good acting. The graphics were good. The action was good. The music was good. So this, like, this, and the storyline for live action did play. It, it yeah. made it actually made logical sense. Yeah, but it, but would I watch it again? Heck no. I'm not wasting no time watching that movie again. <laughs> would I would go? Seven, would you give seven and a half to Josh? Absolutely. I think seven and a half is the perfect score because I feel like. The same reason why Kevin Samuel says don't rate yourself a seven out of right, out of right. a ten because that's essentially neutral. You, right, right. You know what I mean? You're not saying it's bad, but you're also not saying it, it's that good either. You're saying it's basically average. Gotcha. All right, I, I just had a, th- a question about that, but yeah, I mean, I I, I can't still. Uh, I wasn't fan. <laughs> Wait, what was his other comment? I was talking to me. Sorry, and that was Nate. Go ahead, Nate. Then you get those people purples. Peep them purples. People. Them purples who hate watch things. I don't think it will fail. It won't be an end game. And I miss the music in Mulan. That's that's fair good. too. Yeah. I, it, fair. it didn't have the uh the you know the the breakout into into song, which is which Disney cartoons are known it for. It did though, didn't it in certain parts? Certain parts, but not as much as Aladdin <laughs> as you said. I loved Aladdin. Aladdin was good, both of them. It was cartoon and animal. And the beauty and the beast was a ten. I don't care. Nobody I, said. I still haven't seen that because I, oh, I yeah. it was sure. a ten. I cried. Like Disney movies, you need to cry. You need to be like, oh my God. And then be happy. Like, I don't know. And then Ricardo St. John says, quote, I wasn't a fan of the Mulan movie. Facts. I think it was only an okay movie, but not going to meet expectations for those who watch the animated movie. Facts. Did you watch? Did you pay for it? Because if I paid for it, I'd have been pissed. I'd have been like, hold up. Exactly. And and this is Get why my I say. Money back. And this is why I say that seven and a half is a is the perfect grade because seven and a half is that range where you either are happy or upset that you paid for something. Mm. Like if, if you if you rated a seven and a half, I'm I'm a I'm gonna be happy I paid for an eight, but I might be a little upset if I pay for a seven and a half. Then it's a six. If I paid for it, I'd have been like, nah, this is six. This is a five. Why did I go pay exactly. for Exactly. If I didn't pay for it, which we didn't, I'm like, eh, it was seven and a half. I fell asleep at certain parts. Because it, it kind of reminds me of yeah, uh uh this is again, th- this is why the box office is similar to NFL, because it reminds me of sports fans. Because after your favorite team loses on Sunday, 
you're like, oh, fire the coach, bench the quarterback, da-da-da-da-da, right? Just simply because you invested in watching that piece of content. Now, in terms of box office, you literally have to pay to watch the content. So if you watch that content... And, and go to the movies and, and pay for you, popcorn and exactly. pay for everything and the concessions, else. The concession is robbery. And we can your all life. agree that. And risk your life because it's the COVID. You feel me? So you pay for all that <laughs> and it's lackluster. I, again, you don't, you can't get your money back, but that's the feeling that you have and... The, all that energy is given to the piece of content and not exactly the movie theater, <laughs> which is why their margins are so slender because that's that's their purpose is just to, you know, broadcast the content, basically. Yeah, don't pay your money for that. So, like, certain things are made to me watched at home. Yeah, I might check it out one day. But anyway, um, don't, yeah, don't, no, don't I, check I, it I, out. I'm, I'm a fan, and I'll definitely be for Shang Chi. You know, uh, uh, Shang Chi or whatever. Like I said, the action does look look amazing, so I'm gonna see it. But Josh, let me ask you a question, Josh. What Widow being the first movie um, coming out, and then Shang Chi, and then Eternals. How how much I guess excitement do you have for the next phase of Marvel after the Cap Iron Man uh, phase is done? Now, I'm willing to give it a chance, but will it inspire me to see it in theaters is the question. And then, is it going to be black exploitation? Like other genres? Shang-Chi? Well, no, no it's going to be... I'm talking... Not, not John, whatever the movie, Shang-Chi. I'm talking about Marvel moving forward. It's oh, going yeah, to yeah. be black exploitation Because, you know, Wakanda wasn't. But now they're bringing in social issues. There really yeah. was kind. It was like a little bit of social issues in Wakanda, but not really. But what you know, Falcon they bought they they tried to put it in there. So I'm just like, as long as it doesn't turn into this, you know, black exploitation thing, I'm with it. Okay, I'm 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 interested to see what happens. You know, because these next few characters. Um, aren't like such mainstream and whatnot, but they are trying to give everybody their due. Falcon and Winter Soldier, now Shang-Chi. Then you got uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, that'll be next, stuff like that, which will represent um, her demographic and stuff like mm. that. So I feel like they're trying to give everybody, you know, uh, a chance. Um, but I'm interested to see how overall these shows and movies continue to do. Absolutely, because I think this is a Marvel. Essentially, Marvel's plan was to get into every demographic, correct? Mm-hmm. In terms of comic books, so now you're we're seeing the same, you know, uh, demonstration or the illustration on cinema and streaming. So we'll we'll see how each demographic uh, goes. Because as Miguel said, one of the next stories is Miss Marvel, which is Kamala Khan. And she's uh, of Pakistan, uh, Pakistani descent. And she was right. one of the main characters for the Marvel video game. So you actually play her. You start with her. It's essentially her story arc. So they started with the video game. So it's going to be interesting to see people who followed her from the uh, Stadia Avengers and the regular Avengers, Marvel's Avengers on the video game front, like Tony Stark Jr. And then uh, seeing her come to life on live action. So I think that's going to be very interesting as well. I mean, if they're smart, they hit every demographic. Like I said, the first missile theater I was ever on was watching Miles Morales. No, that, that like, was a, that was the uh, second. Oh, the, se- the second one I was ever on was watching Miles Morales, and they're like, "Oh, that's fan service." I'm like, "No, it's not." Like, y'all need to hit every demographic because that's how you get paid. 
People want well, to see them. Even with that, though, I still don't agree. Like, okay, I agree to hit every demographic, but even with that, I don't feel like Miles Morales has to be Spider Man. He should be whoever the hell else he's going to be. Bro, but he like, is Spider Man. His name is Miles Morales, and he is a Spider Man, just like the pig was a Spider Man, just like the 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 anime was. The well, Spider-Man. again, just uh, just to, <laughs> just to bring it full circle, we we kind of all talked about how we didn't want Sam to be Captain America, want him to Correct. be something else. Sa- same thing for me. Like Peter Parker is Spider Man to me. Like I just feel like it's nothing wrong with adding characters, but why they got to be a version of something that's already there? That's fair because people die, especially if they're not eternal. Like if you're what? if you're Superman, there shouldn't be another Superman because doesn't he live forever? But if you Batman, you're gonna die eventually, so you gotta pass the baton. No, Batman is still Bruce. There's no other Batman but Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. I'm just saying exactly, but eventually Bruce Wayne's gonna die. Then there's no more Batman. I mean, I've never seen Josh. Is there another one? Don't know about. Well, there's a. you know, yeah. there's yeah. there's the game Gotham Knights, which is coming out, which is the life <laughs> when Batman is dead. So we'll yeah. see what happens, right? Okay, we'll see what happens. You feel me? So like, like I feel you, Mike, because that 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 is a storyline. Like, okay, the Batman is dead. All right. You know, okay. let's uh, let's let's go through these <laughs> comments, Claude. Go ahead. I give a go lot, Rick Ricardo. I give a lot of movies more credit simply because they're good movies for streaming, but would have been pretty upset if I paid to watch the theater. Facts. Wasn't Mulan and almost. Yes, it was thirty on Disney Plus. Oh, it cost us money. Oh, I don't even know. No, no, no. That's that's what I'm saying. That's why we didn't pay because we watched it in a hotel. But if um, we, if we would have watched it with our subscription now, we would have had to pay thirty dollars. Okay, that's why we need Blue Marvel. As a common fan, I've been waiting for CMS cap. True. Yeah. Right there. Past the mantle. There's always a past the mantle. Yes, yes, there's another Batman. Batman Beyond, yep. Batman Beyond. You feel me? So it's like if you're a super, super But I would rather Thor, see Black Adam than a black Superman, right? There should not I'd rather be. the black person get their own character yes. than be a version of the white person but that was already there. But if he dies, there needs to be a new Superman. Like, but why he gotta be? No, he don't. He can be super, super black. I don't know. He can be. He don't have to be Superman. Nah, because why, you can't, why can't he be his because, own person? Because in, if we're talking about real life and money, right? Superman has already been a brand that's been invested in. So you can't just say, "Oh, Superman's dead," and there's no more Superman. There has to be a continuation of Superman because they invested so much into that. Uh, brand. N- again, not necessarily. So the same thing that's happened with Spider-Man. So we had the Tobey Maguire, then we had the Andrew Garfield, and now we have the Tom Holland. So each one is his own generation, similar to Star Trek, right? This is how you mm-hmm. have the Enterprise and Next Generation, or just like how you have James Bond with the revolving door. Yes. You, it, you have to go from each uh, series, each inception of it. Yes. And, and and that's how you do it. So at this time, and your example, Chloe, that this current inception of Superman is done. But in the memory, 10 to 15, 20 years, then they can bring it back for another generation. And mm-hmm. then you you pump it out. Which is why I think different people can play Superman. And, and, different and, and, people can play I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying they can't play him. I'm saying they shouldn't play Clark Kent. That, that's my point. You mean, like, that, you like, mean Clark Kent is only for Superman? There should not be correct. a Peter whatever... Parker for Superman. I'm saying Peter Parker is Spider Man, well, right? Yeah, no. So why can't Miles Morales be Spider Kid? Whatever. I just want to say, like, because why he got to be alternate universes? That's the whole point. I mean, okay, in that in that regard, yes. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> no, I mean, no, that's not the whole point. Because Sam is the same universe, it's not alternate universe. It's just, it's just, he just cap. Which is why he's not going to be the black Captain America. Well, well ho- hold on, guys. Both of you are correct because Spider Man was traditionally one of the main characters that had the multiverse. Yeah, it's a multiverse. Be- and and again, it's more esoteric because the spider has eight, you know, eight legs, and then it's kind of like having the fabric of time and doing things like that. So yeah. that that's why the the spider specifically is usually uh, connected with that. Correct, and that's fine. So that's why that's more more because of the multiverse, right? And they had mm-hmm. what was that old lady named Josh? I forget her name, but she, um, but she was like a, a Madam Widow, I think her name was, or whatever. Okay, and she was she was the one who like spread the multiverse out for Spider Man. But Captain America is in one universe, right? And then right. Sam's in the same yes. universe. I thought she have his own name, which is like why said, I, I like your name, Falcon America. That's fine, yeah, but don't be walking around Captain. saying, you know, what's up, Cap. It's only one cap, right? But, but see, <laughs> but see what you forget, what you're not, what you're failing to uh, acknowledge is that the USA gave the new cap in America. It's a brand, so it's like, that's, oh, you're the face of Chanel, and now you're the face of Chanel. Like that's the that's, problem. I feel like, though. but that was they they uh, monetized the Captain America. They branded the Captain America, and that's why there was multiple Captain Americas because it was a brand and not a person. And apparently they're going to do the same thing with Black Widow, right? With uh, her sister. Right. But that's different, right? Because that was the whole, they were a part of the Black Widow uh, program right. in Russia. So they're all Black Widows, honestly. Technically, yes. Yeah. yeah, he's a, he's a Captain yeah. America, too. Like, so, so so that's... that's he, I, again, that's... Oh, that, I said, oh, go ahead, Josh. No, no that's, uh, that, I guess that's why I feel like Marvel is doing it so well, because they're even having us talk about this argument within the comic verse which is a which is a conversation in the comic verse like which path should you go on and they're incorporating that into their content which i think mm-hmm. is brilliant i think it would have been dope to even to your point chloe if sam would have been like if somebody said like you captain america now nah i'm not captain america i'm falcon america or whatever you know be his own self well he only did that because america knew it someone had to fill that role so if in the beginning of the movie or the series, they didn't say like, oh, we're filling this role of Captain America. He's a new Captain America. Sam, Sam would not have even had to say that because everyone would have been like, oh, Captain America actually died. And this is who's taking over now. But in, in a sense, the government made it a position where you pass the baton. So like this Captain America is here until he dies. And then there's going to be a point in a new one. Because remember at the end of the season or the episode, People were asking him, like, oh, did the government appoint you the new Captain America? Yeah, I, I remember. So, and they, so they appointed Johnny Walker. That's where the screw up exactly was. Exactly the point. And, and, and so you they, know, and you know, yeah. even John Walker, right? He got death. Not 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 John Walker, but Wyatt Russell, right? The real life. He's already getting death threats and emails. Like it's only one Captain America, or whatever. Like that. Like that's how people take to like cap his cap or whatever. I think that's why I thought he exactly. killed somebody else. And they monetized him and turned him into a symbol, which remember the whole theme was that he Captain America was a symbol of America. Right. And again, I, I look at it the same way that Jurassic World, the first one, kind of did with Verizon presents the Velociraptor, not the Velociraptor, the Indominus uh, Rex. So they're, they're, intertwining the fabric of reality of what would happen in corporate America mm-hmm. if sir, if if this was happening in real life this is how it would happen and and I feel like Jurassic World did that with mm-hmm. Verizon presents 
And this is what you, essentially both of you guys are talking about is that Captain America is a brand that, you know, we use for propaganda because remember Cap was the person pointing saying, I need you to enlist. Mm-hmm. If we if you go back then and Marvel lore, he's the one on the Uncle Sam poster. Instead of Uncle yes. Sam, you have Captain yeah. Captain America. Yeah, yeah, he's the one they used to fight the Nazis and stuff like that way back when and stuff like that. I get it, but I think at some point, I think he was originally farm. Um, you know, he was right. They gave him the whole serum to be a symbol, right? You're Captain America against the Nazis, yada yada yada. But I think at some point, Steve Rogers became cap like they became in a, they're one or whatever steve rogers is cap cap is steve rogers or whatever like that so i don't i mean it is what it is they did in the comic books but i just i just wish they didn't do it because it just don't feel right where where bucky's like all right where bucky's like good job cap and i'm like <laughs> and again i understand what you're saying miguel but marvel as Chloe saying is already laying the groundwork for doing this anyway. So now we see that it might it's probably going to be Shuri who takes the mantle as the Black Panther. And then that's actually yeah. happened in the comic book. So Marvel has already done this already. I agree. Everybody's everybody. I, I agree. You know what I mean? Like uh, if they want to do the Riri Williams Iron Heart thing, you know what I mean? I'm cool with that. But if they get some new guy named Joe Johnson, he's Iron Man now. Like I'd be like, nah, man, you ain't Tony, bro. Like that's that, that what bother That's me. fair. I, but I think that's the main part, especially with us as you know, fantasy comic book fans, is that certain actors will allow to take that role. Mm-hmm. So if it's not that if it, that actor doesn't have that same prowess as you know Robert Downey Jr. And they've said that they were thinking about not the saying that this is confirmed, but the rumors were they were thinking about Tom Cruise or Ryan Gosling as a Tony Stark Mm -hmm. going forward. But again, this is what I'm saying. Like this and that inception of Tony Stark, you would have a Ryan Gosling as that role going forward. And you have a new you have a new storyline with that. But the way that Marvel is doing things now, they're they're combining the entire story arc of phase one to phase four to phase five. So after there is going to be a certain time where the phases are going to reset. I agree. You know what I mean? And and that's how you keep it going into perpetuity, which is what, which is what Marvel and Disney does. I'm okay with the actors. I get that part. I just feel like the, 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 I got that club from you, the article, but I'm just on the, on the, on the inside. Like I hate that. I know it happens a lot in the comic books. I just wish that because to me, the last thing I say to me, captain, became his first name right it was because, no longer steve rogers his taking, name was captain america because he's taking that role at that moment so you just fell in love with that character essentially what happened say it again i said because he's taking that can you hear me yeah okay because okay, yeah. he's taking that role at that point you feel me yeah so it's like of course you're gonna love that part it's like uh you just you know you see a, you have a, a physical image of someone in your head when they say a certain name but okay. like to your point, of course, you're going to be like, this is not the real cap because the real cap is, you know, whoever. And then they put a new person in. But eventually, the younger generation is going to be looking at your cap like, oh, that's the old cap. <laughs> so, like, you feel me? So, it's like, like Josh was saying, like, into perpetuity. Like, it is, this is how they keep it going. But yeah. I do like the fact that, I do like the fact that you can have several Captain Americas. I do like the fact that you're going to have several whoever's because they're he like, okay, for Spider-Man's 
specifically. Like, he can't be the only person that got bit by a radioactive spider. So, like, into the Spider-Verse, it showed me, like, oh, okay, this makes sense. I love it. That's one of my favorite movies. Like, so, uh, it's Spider-Verse. I so, think it's dope, I think that it's going to be lit. I think that well, we- if Into the Spider-Verse did not have Peter Parker in there as well, and just Miles Morales. And he did have Peter Parker. You remember he met it, okay. no, 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 no. He's, saying, he's, saying, he's saying if. Oh, yeah, if. if it did not, I wouldn't think I would have liked it as much. Whatever. It was just like, okay, we got Miles Morales now. Which I like is why they, they put him. He put they put him in there because they knew people was it. People don't like to let go of what they're comfortable of. With, that's okay. That, there you go, Cliff. That's so true. they're bridging there. the old generation to the new generation, and then they shake hands with each other, and they become a team, and then now it makes it okay. Which right. is what they're going to do for Black Panther. I'm just saying. Okay. All right, Cliff, can you read these comments, please? Still was the Black Superman and the death of Spider Superman. So I did see that. Yes, like the Shaq movie. <laughs> <laughs> Still. <laughs> the Black Superman is about... Um, Cal L, Val L, okay. Cap is not his name. He is Steve Rogers. Exactly. He's Steve Rogers playing Cap. <laughs> so anybody can play Cap. You feel me? It's a title like Dread Pirate Roberts. Yes, yeah, a title. Ooh. It's a it's a position. I don't know who Dread. I'm gonna Google him, but but I, again, <laughs> but, but again, and it, they were a part of the Super Soldier program, right? And oh. Elijah Bradley, Isaiah Bradley, I believe. I'll be right yeah, back, guys. I gotta fill Elijah up my water. Grandson. Go ahead, cool. Yeah, Elijah the grandson who becomes uh, so whoever else. Whatever. Nice, Elijah. There we go. But to me, it's like all right. If the name because. From watching this cartoon, which is fantastic on Disney Plus, the Avengers Assemble. I think I watched a lot of that or whatever like that. So I gotta watch more. So they have Cap, but again, you can you can tell there's a difference between Cap and Steve Rogers. Cap is how he's presented to the world, right? So the same way that in the MCU and other aspects, even DC has this element where since they are vigilantes. They are some people don't approve or accept their presence and they 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 kind of hate on them for that type of thing. So it's to me it's different because Steve Rogers kind of is his own person. That's the reason why he was chosen to be Captain America was because of his spirit, his like the part of his philosophy in life was to do the right thing and never give up type of thing. Like, for for example, but I feel like. The same way that we have T'Challa is his own character from Black Panther. Black Panther is the mantle that he was born into. But T'Challa as a person, he has his own character development than the previous Black Panthers. Okay, like for me, right? I got a Captain America shirt, but it only got, you know, the shield, right? With the red star in the middle. If I'm wearing that, who are people thinking about? Sam Wilson or Steve Rogers? Steve Rogers, thousand percent. Right. So that's why I say to me, um, they're synonymous with each other. Right. Captain America and Steve Rogers. Yes, you can put the suit on somebody else, but to me, and it's hard to I hate to say this, but I don't think they're never going to be as recognized as Cap as Steve Rogers was. And again, I agree with you a thousand percent. But as we've seen in the comments, uh, excuse me, in the comics, sometimes you have someone like Red Hood become Batman. You have sometimes you have people like Sam Wilson become Captain America. So I think Kevin Feige and his wonderful tutelage, as you would say, he's trying to create his own universe. 
here. Like this, this is going to be the timeline here. And then a couple of years, we could have someone else who's going to be the next Kevin Feige, probably a lady with a wonderful vision, right? And she's going to have her own universe and take on the MCU. And it's going to have this own storyline. So marketing-wise, do you think that when they come out with shirts and stuff like that, from moving forward, they should put Sam instead of just a shield? Because people won't think about him if it's just a shield on the shirt. They'll think about Steve Rogers, I guess. No, I agree. And me personally, I'm going to think about Steve Rogers. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm, yeah, I guess that's what I'm, I guess in this inception of it, it, we'll see what they do with it because they could combine logos. I know they're creative like that. Yeah, I think we'll have to do something to get. I mean, moving forward, I guess I get it. But to to get that Steve Rogers as your cap, if somebody just says, "Yo, that Captain America fight was crazy," nobody's gonna think it was Sam Wilson at this moment or whatever like that. That's, we'll have to do a lot of people think that. That's true. I would say in this timeline, that's that's what it would be, and they could actually the 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 shield in the. And the design actually reminds me of the Puerto Rico flag and the and <laughs> the in the Cuba flag. Wait, and, aren't they trying to change that to the fifty first state? Well, again, we'll see. But th- this how the colors are <laughs> reversed. You could reverse right. the colors of the shield, and that's essentially what uh, Falcons Sam Wilson's the new Captain America's uh, uniform was. It's essentially the inverse. Uh-huh. Of the uh, predominant color. So instead of red being the predominant, now it's blue being the predominant type of thing, or white being the predominant, and then you have the other color palette. So to me, it, they, they can they can always have it similar, but still be different. And just changing the color palette design is pretty simple. And the other thing is, before I let this go, is that in the comic books, when Sam becomes Cap, um, Cap comes back, and it's almost like Sam gives it back, like, yeah, I'm holding this for you. You know what I mean? So exactly. It's almost I, like, so that's what I mean. So when I say Steve Rogers is Cap and Cap is Steve Rogers, if it if it was just like a, a passing of the mantle, when, when Steve Rogers comes back, he should be like, nah, bro, I'm Cap now. But no, he gave right back to him. Like, all right. He don't want to be Cap. He has to become Cap out of default. Right. Like, he's not going to let anyone else mess up this title. Right. But I think then should he keep the title if it's like all right. No, nah, he's gonna now. be the no, he's gonna be the Falcon again. No, no, no th- th- but that's what I'm saying. Like you said, it's a mantle, right? So when you know Red Hood or even Robin and certain comic books, when Batman dies and Robin becomes the new Batman or things like that, if Batman somehow survived and he came back, you don't think he's gonna let him be Batman? I'm gonna be back to Robin. It's just it's, again, it's out of respect. So it's kind of like if you're taking up a mantle, you pay it for you not only pay it for, but you respect the history that brought you there. Mm-hmm. So if they come back, of course you get in that, and I can rock out as this. But we we but both don't that mean that they're the true cap or true Batman. No, 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 no. There's no true cap. Well, again, I'm am agreeing with you, Miguel. But I'm <laughs> okay. saying, I'm saying in this in this inception of the MCU, <laughs> we'll see we'll see what they do with it. Right, right, right. I don't I think it's it. a true cap. I think y'all were led. Oh to no, believe. it's always Steve Rogers. There's look, look, no, there's no other Iron Man. Let me it's say only this. Tony Stark. <laughs> let me say this. There's no. Y'all there's were no led Batman. to believe there was only one cap until America took over and said, "Nope, this is monetized now. This is my ship now." And by the way, <laughs> thank you, E Money. E Money says no in the comic books. Cap sent U.S. agents to take the shield from Sam because Sam was fighting a different fight, and Cap said that's not what it's for. Exactly because the OG came in. Well, it's interesting because also in the cartoon, Sam is actually a mercenary. So in that storyline and that multiverse, let's say 
Sam is on the mercenary side, similar to how where Bucky was. He was fighting with Bucky. So, uh, again, it's similar to how he was a fugitive. So, technically, there's still, still something happened where he was a fugitive, according to the governments, but he was still fighting. But in another storyline, Sam is actually working as a mercenary and getting paid, similar to the U.S. agent and things like the Thunderbolts. And then you have things like that. So, there's so many different ways you can tell these stories and how they can exist simultaneously. So, the multiverse is actually making a tangible way for you to jump through time in the MCU and have different stories. Movie-wise, it'll be all entertaining or whatever. But like I said, if somebody can come back, or even like he said, send somebody to, to take the shield, like, give me that back. That means you were never the true captain in the first place. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Absolutely. But if the if the original cap is gone and there's no one else to fill in that void. You can fill the void. I agree with that. Yeah, that's fine. It's like a substitute teacher, y'all. Okay. I'll okay. Give you that. Like, yeah. if the substitute teacher is taking over... And the, the regular teacher out for three years, like, by that time, it's a whole new class. <laughs> but you ain't going to come in in the middle of the school year and say you the, you the teacher now. Like, nah, where were you in September when nah, we was learning names? Nah, the, the substitute teacher, if they got some clout, they're going to be like, I'm the captain now. Exactly. The substitute teacher, gonna be, it depends on when the person comes. If the person comes out in August, you can take over, Listen, brother. Let me tell you you can take over, but you coming in the middle of uh, uh, this after Christmas break and think you're going to take over the class after I done learn all the names, you're done. Listen, if they brought Steve Rogers back and he tried to take the show back and Sam said, I'm the captain now, I'll be done. I, I would love that. <laughs> but they're friends, though. They're friends, so it'd be different. Yeah, it wouldn't be that type of energy. If y'all not friends, if y'all friends, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take over for now when you're dead. And again, let's not forget this version, this version of Captain America has seen so many different lives and wars. So he's truly done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sam's got a self shelf life. He ain't got no super serum. He gonna die in about thirty years or whatever yes. like that. He, like he doesn't right. have that. Right, yet. but he gonna stop being cap in about ten years. He gonna stop being cap <laughs> right. by the movie. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> talking about ten years by the movie. He gonna be, I'm done with this. He gonna be like, he gonna be. Like, I put that. I wrecked that statue, and they found my man. Like, <laughs> I'm over this. No, uh. Uh-uh. uh He probably get his own statue now, Sam, or whatever later on. Whatever, that's what happened. Right, and the only way you would be able to bring back Cap is the similar plot that Clothes talk about for Iron Man and Mm -hmm. and cloning him is you clone Steve Rogers, and then you have the uh, the Star Wars uh, Disney uh, rejuvenation technology that they use for Samuel Jackson and Captain Marvel. Yeah, but to your point, Josh, or mine, I guess I think they definitely need to do a season two as Captain America and the Winter Soldier, no more Falcon at all, before bringing out a Captain America 4. Wait a second. Like Who were they saying was on the moon? That was just... Uh, Captain America, that was the rumor. So, yeah. let's talk about it. Because in... Um, what's that movie you're watching, Josh? The show. What's the name of the show? Big Bang Theory? No. The show where the character was on the moon, the blue man. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, uh... The Watchers? The Watchers. The Watchmen. The Watchmen, excuse me. So, is Cap on the moon? No. Because in The Watchmen, let me just say this. In The Watchmen, he wasn't, spoiler alert, he wasn't on the moon. He was walking amongst the people. So, what if, what if Steve Rogers 
died, but is walking amongst the people. Again, I, I say it's both because I think during when he went back into the past with the quantum in the quantum realm, when he went back to the past at the end of Endgame, there's probably a mission where he went to the moon. And that's probably what they were able to witness. And that's the last time they saw Cap. So he might not be dead. I'm just saying. Do they really ever die? Because we don't actually know if Cap only went to the past. He could have went to the future and did some things as well. So food for thought. I agree. Um, one more thing we didn't discuss. Actually, I forgot. the. Um, as far as Falcon is concerned, you know, the, the Torres guy, he becomes Falcon in the comic book. Exactly. That's why he took the wings. Exactly. On the, on the previous episode and whatnot. So I think in the movie, because they, they didn't have him here for nothing or whatever like that. I think Sam will be Captain America. His sidekick will be Torres as Falcon or whatever like that. So I think that's what it's going to be. Exactly. <clears throat> I could definitely see that. Yeah. And whatnot. Because I, I, I was surprised that he said he took the wings and they didn't go back to that. So it's got to be for a later date. Oh, wait. So. I just found an article. It's on Screen Rant. It says the com uh Talking about him going to the moon, the comment is very obviously ridiculous and meant to be a playful joke, but it could be, at the very least, be a hint to something to come. As shown in past MCU movies, there is life on other planets. And in that same time frame that, time frame that Falcon and Winston Soldier takes place, Nick Fury is up in space running his own operation, which is either the real sword or something similar. In Marvel Comics, meanwhile, the Inhumans had base on the moon. <clears throat> well, it could also link to the Uatu the Watcher, a being who observes all earthly things going on and who will appear in Marvel's What If, a show on Disney+. Plus. Right, the cartoon. And then to add to that, he's up there, no, excuse me, Nick Fury is up there with the scrolls, which ties no, into no, the, the secret. Sword. Oh, yeah, yeah, scrolls, yeah, sword, yeah. That's right, right. in this right. MCU, it's the, it's the scroll, but in the comics, he was trying to fight the scroll, so it's going to be interesting what they do with that storyline. And then E-Money says the different fight was the black movement. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be Bucky after that. That's interesting. I can see that. Because he, he has the super serum. Yeah. But he's going to live longer and be more powerful. And E-Money says he's probably on the sword station with Nick Fury. I can see that as well. Because they, they actually have the sword uh, situation. And Captain Marvel is the head of that. Similar to how uh, Captain Agent Hill uh, the the lady from uh, How I Met Your Mother, mm -hmm. uh, director Maria yeah. Hill of Shield. Maria Hill, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that I, I would love to see Bucky too. Like Bucky, I like Bucky. Yo, Bucky's dope. Yo, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, yo. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't mind. <clears throat> and he had the shield already without any practice or whatever. He just he just know what he's doing stuff like that. So yeah, and his I love how he catches everything. <laughs> Like his knife hand to hand combat, he just don't. Because he's a super soldier, he's lit. I, I love know, him. but <laughs> I love that. him. Not only is he a super soldier, but he's like a trained assassin too. Yes. So he got like all this in him. He has like all the experience needed. Not like right. uh, you know, Sam flying out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, but Sam made Sam made the wise decision because the <laughs> the mission was to get to the point, not fight. He should have left. The wise decision would have been to leave as soon as he seen him. Like I ain't doing this. Peace out, brother. <laughs> but he, I got he, better he had to do. get chipped right I now. Because nah, <laughs> the way I view it, he's just using. He was using his target practice. Like, okay, nah. this is what I need to work on. We don't got time for that. <laughs> this, this is my weaknesses because he had to test out the armor Josh, first. She had target practice with the trees. You don't remember? No, no, no. You need target practice <laughs> with actual people because there's. 
there's uh, training conditions and then there's real uh, game speed conditions. And those those speeds are completely different. That's true. And he knew That's he true. was trash. So, yeah, so he was like... Uh, uh, he, he practiced. practiced. He practiced with Batrock. That's that's how I look at it. That's he that's sparring. That's oh, that training. Was sparring. And then he bounced. And again, again, <laughs> I did not say him. I did not say he won. He <clears throat> was practicing. He was he was testing his limits. He should have tested them wings and sliced them up. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing? But again, Sam isn't like how First of all, Walker Sam, is. He's not gonna kill people. Hold like up, that. Sam could have been fighting his best friend instead of fixing that boat. Okay, if he needed some real sparring practice, he could have. had to get. It's about the boat the whole season. The boat had to get fixed. It did at some point, but I'm sure when he was fighting them trees, he could have been fighting his friend, the Winter Soldier, who is the top assassin. If we gonna spar, he got. Yeah, but again, yeah, but again, Bucky had to go do his own storyline. He had his own things. He has his own I life. Think Sam's charm and why he said it in his speech was that I have no super serum, but I'm still out here doing this. I think he'll keep it that way because I think that's part of him saying, like, I'll fight whoever I'm down to for, for, the, for the cause, no matter if I'm a super soldier or not. Or whatever. Like, and right. don't forget, Zemo asked, would you take the serum? He said he no said immediately. No. He tripping because yeah. I'm taking that serum. Let's go. Well, remember, listen, Isaiah Bradley, like, he took it, but other ones, they died taking it. So they, Sam might be a little shook after that. It's not it, completely so. refined. Sam don't care, clearly, because he out there fighting with and no we, serum. Again, and also... <laughs> Also, Walker led to this point as well on the show. We have no idea if Carly's turn is a byproduct of that current batch of serum. We have no idea. We do know because uh, Winter Soldier took the same serum. No, 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 no. no, These are are all different inceptions of the serum. Remember, it's on the black market. Black market super super serum. You going to trust that? You probably rather do the vaccine than that. They got it. <laughs> they got on the Winter street. Soldier took it many years ago. He's been around since the thirties and forties. So where's that serum? No, no, he had the Hydra version, which they probably stole from Shield, which is probably the cat batch. So he probably had the, the purest form. The old, we're gonna talk about he got the oldest, cocaine. <laughs> he got the oldest form. We don't know if it's pure. It's, well, yeah. it works. <laughs> how, again, we just talked about how great he looked now, how strong he is now. It's doing our, it's doing his job. But the other, <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. Can I? Can we just say this? I, right. This is something I, I have not spoken about before, but I have a question about it. How does Winter Soldier keep his nice young looks when the other man who took the same serum look old as hell? Because he was um. So Winter Soldier, and since he was like um. A, uh, a working for Hydra or whatever, every time he would do a mission, they would freeze him. So he could be frozen for five, six oh. years, then come back out for the mission and come back okay. out. Like they never let him roam around or not. Like, Hence Winter Soldier. Okay. Correct. So the other man, as they were preserving, they had to be preserving him to be. No, he was alive. No, he but, was, uh, right. but they had to be preserving him to be doing tests on him. How did he get so old? No, 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 no. That's again, that's a fair point. But as we saw at the end of Endgame, Cap can get old. So that precedent is already set. Wait, Cap has the super serum too? Yes. He's the original super serum. Yes. Miguel, we're going to go right to the comments on that go one. Ahead, e- go ahead, E-Money go ahead. said, right, Josh, you need real target practice. Thank you. Absolutely. It's different when you're taking jump shots in the gym alone versus Correct. with millions of people watching and 30,000 people screaming your name. It's, it's, it's completely different. And, <laughs> and when you're fighting crime and you're in the superhero industry, that's 
That's, that takes it up a notch. Imani also said, U.S. Asian twitching like Smokey in the Pigeon Coop. I got you. Friday. <laughs> Jordan Pinter, what up, my bro? DC over Marvel. I actually agree with that. As we have, a, oh, you're a Batman fan. Batman in the background, of I course. I think they're both. I think they're both great. And I do think they're both. And why great. don't we add in the X Men in there? Well, that's Marvel. So that's Marvel. Uh, well, then I'm with Marvel. <laughs> Endgame or Snyder Cut? Oh, I not even close. Come on, come I, on, Jordan. I would say Snyder. Snyder Cut, cut all the way. They, yo, that was that's deep. How did really come on? Snyder Cut was lit. Did you not? I watched the whole thing from beginning to end with no break. Four hours. Miguel. I watched it twice. I love the Snyder Cut, but over Endgame? Wow. Okay. I was yes. I was very disappointed in game Miguel. We talked about it on the first show yes. of Mental Theater and how I like, was too. I, and I was again, too. it could have been because of that bad taste in my mouth from the ending of Game of Thrones. Infinity War. Oh, we had more takeouts. So again, as a as a major fan of both uh, franchises, I was very disappointed in both. <laughs> I was too. Yeah. Bad whole show about it. I think Infinity War, I told you, is better than Endgame. So, to me. And again, I said the same thing, even though Tony Stark Jr. disagrees, even though Hulk, well, Hulk is in it, but not really. <laughs> he's a little. Okay, the Josh Infinity War Snyder cut then. Infinity Ooh, War. Definitely Infinity War. It's not even close. Okay, all right. Black all right. And, I mean, I don't. And again, I put Infinity War up where with the Dark Knight, respectfully. They're just different things, they're different. <laughs> That's why you compare it. It's like if you like apples and you like oranges, like you might like red orange, red apples. And you might, that's you know? that's fair, e money. And Jordan also says that flash scene and Snyder cut is an epic scene. Absolutely, yes. and game is targeted at a younger audience. In yes. my opinion, I agree as well. Oh, that's what I am. O means I'm sold. In my yeah. opinion. My you found it out today. You today years old. We found it out today years old. <laughs> Today, years old. Thanks, guys. I just, you know, I don't even consider IMO when I. And then, okay, last question, guys. Actually, second to last, because we got to talk about. Read over it. That's a lot. We got to talk about. Act like it doesn't exist. Thor, Love and Thunder with Russell Crowe as Zeus. And we got also got to talk about Doc Ock as well, what that means for MCU and films. Is Doc Ock still a. Wasn't Doc Ock a woman in the Spider Verse? Yes. Hmm. However, it's going to be uh, Doctor Octavius from uh, Peter. Excuse me, from Tobey Maguire's. I like Tobey Maguire. Universe of okay. of a uh, Spider Man. I'm interesting because apparently they're going to start right when he f- uh, fell into the the river, and I'm not sure how that river was deep enough to sink that uh, fusion reactor because uh, it can't be that deep. It's not like the ocean deep, but th- that's number one. Number two, I'm actually curious to see if. When he comes back into Tom Holland's Peter Parker's Spider Verse, he's gonna see Spider Man. He's just gonna react, "Oh, you're Spider Man." Da 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 da. But when the mask finally comes off and he sees the different kid, he's gonna be like, "Where the fuck am I?" And I'm I'm curious for that point. Well, the thing is, remember at the end of Spider Man Two, which is to me still one of the best comic book movies of all time, by the way. But at the end of Spider Man Two, he had a change of heart, which is why. He was able to um, help him save Mary Jane. So if he comes back out the river with that, you know, change of heart, no longer evil, I wonder how that'll play out and stuff like that. Or would they take it from like he's still evil or whatever like that? Um, also, um, you know, I read it. I read his whole interview. I talked about that. Uh, okay, what's up, Jordan? Um, 
Cheers, his whole inter- Yeah, his whole interview, how he talked about that, um, that uh, you know, he was a little scared because he's older now and stuff like that. But, of course, they said, have you seen our technology? We can make anybody look young right now and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but he still will have to have, which is true, that's facts or whatever. Um, but he's still going to have to, um, you know, he still was a little little hesitant or whatever like that. But I'm excited, man. Doc Ock was one of my favorite villains. Um, Alfred Molina is a great, great actor, man. Always has been. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm excited for it, bro. For real, for real. And Chloe, what were your thoughts on uh, Doc Ock when you saw him in cinema? Uh, I like villains. So Me I, too. I mean, would I like a new villain? Yes, I always like new villains. So I mean, well, there'll be a new villain too, though. I think it's coming back. Should they well. keep using the same villain over and over? Maybe because that's what they do with the Joker. But <laughs> Doc Ock have really like the story arc to support that he's, over and over. He's smart enough, though. That's the thing. Marvel Lugs is uh, smart maniacal villains and especially the the masterminds of it all so this is why i always wanted to have the comic book version of kind of the avengers but come together for in in marvel specifically like so you have people like zemo teaming up with loki teaming up with killmonger and then imagine if you can persuade uh cap and or uh bucky to come back to the dark side with sam wilson as well so you have all them as well just kind of, ha- I think that would be an interesting story story for a, a what if series. I think that would be cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah, bad. I just, I just Yo, I, see that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I, I love bad Winter Soldier. <laughs> Whatever. So, absolutely. But. I just want to see the special effects. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm here for. That's true. <laughs> That's definitely. I true. mean, I think I think it's a good. You know, I think that. You know, they're building, it's a third movie in the Spider-Man series, a new one. And I think it's going to be huge, you know, between bringing back Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Don't forget, uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro coming back too, besides Doc Ock. Exactly. So, and so it's, it's going to be huge. And huge because they said in the promotional content that is only going to be in theaters, which is so powerful. And that's this Christmas, and Christmas I believe, Day. right? Yeah. That, that's powerful. They're, they're going... They're going all out, and so are, I, I respect the risk. So, are they going to change that <laughs> events change? Because there's a lot of stuff that was only in movie theaters. I feel like that's just a marketing technique, like it's only in theaters because of the vaccine. But like, and who, you and you're probably knows? right because there's probably going to be another spike during the the winter time. That's the natural spike. <laughs> in I think humanity. they'll push it back before they put it in anywhere else or whatever. Because you got to remember, see. it's not only Disney. Disney's partnered with Sony. Sony doesn't really have a streaming service. They just made a deal with Netflix or whatever, but they're not going to put the brand new Spider-Man movie on Netflix. Would they put it on the PlayStation 5? Well, I don't know. What do you think? Did you ever get a PlayStation 5? Oh, you got one, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, not, not, yet, not yet, not yet. But again, it, it was still. Damn, be- Chloe, you slipping? Right? No, I'm just- <laughs> I know, no, listen. I, we've listen. <laughs> okay. We ventured there, and it was like, no, nah, we don't need it right now. It's like I agree. Yeah, that's definitely true. I I, I can be patient <laughs> because I'm not gonna lie. I really want to play it now because of uh, of MLB the show. But again, I can wait. Uh, we everyone can wait. There's only like you said, a couple games, and secondly. They might put it out on PlayStation 5. Why wouldn't they? I don't know if enough people have it, though. Exactly, because then they're going to be like, we have amazing a million PlayStations available. Buy them now, <laughs> and you get for free Supply the and demand. <laughs> like, come on. It's well, listen, my 
Regal, which I love, is coming back in, in two weeks, May 14th or whatever like that. Okay. So theaters are coming back little by little. So by December, I think they'll be fine. They're going to come back seasonally, Mike. I, I think so. I think they will come back, but it'll be seasonally. So and it'll be on, spring, like, summer, and fall. That makes sense. And then E-Money says, Thor 4, bet you you would see Hercules. In addition, in addition yeah, to Zeus. Hercules, Hercules is my favorite uh Greek God. Oh, come on, man. This isn't even a question. First it's of gotta all, be Thanos. It's, it's, well, let's uh, read it first. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hercules is a demigod, food for thought. Oh. And Jordan Panther right. says, in terms of villains, who is stronger than Thanos or Darkseid? I'm going to go with Thanos. Me too. Depends on how many rings he has. But remember, <laughs> Thanos Thanos had no boss. Darkseid did have a boss. Mm. I like Thanos. And Thanos will beat you up while giving you a speech. Like, I love Thanos. <laughs> Whatever. He's like, I hope they remember you. As he's like, me, you love it. I love <laughs> Yeah, I think Thanos is probably one of the best. Like, Endgame? Okay, I think my Endgame is when he just sits there and just chills and waits for him. Like, yeah, I'll wait for you guys. Or whatever like that. Like, Thanos is just a boss, you know, yeah. in all aspects. So. Have you ever seen that, uh, that YouTube channel that has, like, crazy battles like Batman versus Sir, uh, Darth Vader type of thing? No, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I would, I would want to see Thanos have a conversation with the Joker. I think that would be fantastic. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Let's not forget Thanos cracked the vibranium shield in half with his weapon and stuff like that too. So. Yeah, he uh, like a knife through butter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, anybody says Thanos whispers sweet nothings in your as he kills you. Absolutely. Right, he does. <laughs> Yo, he's a poet, and he knows it, you know? <laughs> Ridiculous. So, I don't ever want to do that, go to that dude. But, um, you had a question, uh, what were we talking about before? Uh, we, oh, Doc Ock, yeah, right. Spider-Verse, or whatever like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm excited for Christmas Day, or whatever. So, I, I hope it's that way, so we'll see. Yeah, and, and then they also said there's a apparent connection between that and Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, there can also be another crossover for that as well, which I think would be fantastic. And Doctor Strange supposed to be in the movie too. Exactly. Because Doctor Doctor Stephen Strange has, I guess, taken that role of mentor to Peter Parker now that Tony Stark has been deceased. I can see that though. I, 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 like, well, I like your boy Benedict or whatever. So he's he's always good. So. Absolutely. And, and you know, marketing wise, they want to keep all the British actors together. So the you know Tom Holland, uh, the gentleman who plays Loki, and of course Benedict. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, Hiddleston. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom, Tom. And then you had a question about Zeus. You said, yeah. So apparently, Russell Crowe is now playing Zeus in the Thorverse. <laughs> I have I have a story about Russell Crowe. Go ahead, Russell Brand. Russell Crowe. I met him when I was in uh, the Bahamas, actually, in the elevator. And well, I didn't meet. Him. Well, my mom met him, but I was in the elevator. <laughs> like. That's Russell Crowe. I'm like, I don't know who Russell Crowe is, but thanks, guy. Like, he, I was like eight or nine. So yeah, I'm invested in this. Cause, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my 30 seconds. So wait, what was your favorite <laughs> Russell Crowe film? I don't know. My, I didn't. I honestly did not even know who Russell Crowe was until my mom made a whole speech about it. And I'm like, bro, I don't even know who this man is. Right, but after you were eight, they had what glad things like Gladiator mm-hmm. and American Gangster. There, oh, it's good in that. I, mean, uh, I don't really have a favorite Russell Crowe. I think one that's not really um, talked about a lot is Robin Hood. When he played Robin Hood, I thought that was uh, he was fantastic was, in that. 
Wasn't he? Oh my god, it's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like I liked Ro- I liked Robin Hood, Men in Tights. I, I don't know. Monty Python. I don't know. <laughs> the new Robin Hood, but that's Listen, the Robin Hood. When you get a chance one day, put that on the list, Josh. Robin Hood's uh, Russell Crowe's Robin Hood. That's, with that's with Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. he was Men in Tights, wasn't he? I forgot about. I that. loved Men in Tights. Actually, I think I want to watch that again recently. Like, because <laughs> that that is on HBO Max, I believe. We right? should watch that because I loved I love that. Movie. That's one of my favorite childhood movies. That's crazy. And to Jordan, no, we have not watched Invincible yet. But Me we did. Not. But we did watch them. <laughs> I heard that was horrible. Uh, I'm not going to use the word horrible. I'm going to use the words black trauma. <laughs> That's what I heard. It was like it was like black trauma porn. Somebody said. Yes, it was like it, it was definitely full of black trauma. It was. Don't watch it all at one time because after I watched it, I was a little emotional. Um and. I think it needs to be watched because it supports our horror-themed black movies. However, <laughs> just have a tough skin when you watch it and take it for uh, what it is. I, I would say that Lovecraft Country, which you, I'm sure you haven't watched yet, Miguel, nope. they, they, they do a better job with authentic, yes. uh, accurate in terms of timepieces of uh, black trauma. It, it is accurate, and it is the unfortunate. Black, the black experience is more... But it, there's yeah. more uh, of a because it again is a work of fiction, so there's more of a, a triumphant uh, arc. Yes, that's that's what I heard. There's no like, there's no, no there's no triumph. At no, the end of that. there's yeah. just black trauma, and that's what I mean. <laughs> and that's what that's uh, what. Spoiler alert, by the way, because that that's that's basically the ending. I mean, it's not even a spoiler alert. Like you know, it's no it's, in terms of not having a triumph. So if you're watching, oh yeah, something, that you that's don't know a spoiler. It. Yeah, that's a, that's just a know you're gonna be like, damn, I just watched nine hours of black trauma. <laughs> and, and no, come up it's at the end, huh? That's good. And, and at the end, the end can be. Uh, What's the word? It can be interpreted differently, but it does. but the but the again the crazy part is even though we all agree and say that who have seen some like I saw like I would say sixty percent of it because I, I I came in and out of watching having Chloe binge it so I would like watch it and then not watch it and then watch it and not watch it I didn't get lost in it so I was able to keep up with the storyline anyway and then they had. I was mad. I but was I get, mad. But they had they had the they had the the trauma and some forms of uh you know like uh ghosts and poltergeists and things like this. So these concepts and so you had ghosts being you know racist racist and being physically abusive and then you had you know white people during the sixties being racist and physically abusive. So it's just like it was just racism all around. And then it takes place in Compton. California. So this is essentially before Compton is, you know, inhabited by majority of it's, black people. It so shows you how it became inhabited by black people. Exactly. So there was definitely historical accuracy. Um, I think you can learn about the yeah the great the great migra- the great migration great migration exactly. was talked was talked about in de- in detail. Right. It was talked about the structural on, aspects on of the, that uh, on the business aspect in terms of real estate. Yes. Yes. However. The movie is just black. I mean, the show, it could have been a movie. Like, it could have been a two-hour movie, and then that would have been enough. But there was eight hours of trauma. So, you know, just be aware of your feelings afterwards. I was just like, I didn't realize how much it affected me until I, we, Josh and I started having conversations. And I was like, I'm angry. I'm an angry black woman right now. <laughs> I heard about, I read about, um, I'm not going to say it on this show, about episode five, how crazy that is or whatever like that. 
Uh, I didn't. Okay, like I said, I'm not a preview person, so I like to go into things without any type of anything. Like I need to go in raw, blank slate, and and I need to make my own judgments. After watching it, I watched a lot of reviews about it, and they were consistent in how I felt. So yes, episode five is traumatic. Did I feel trauma in that moment? Not necessarily, because if you've watched Rosewood, if you've watched any other black I, trauma, I if you watch any, it. yeah, if you could watch, it's it's remnant of Rosewood. Okay, but in <laughs> I'm gonna just however you felt after Rosewood is right, how, right. how you gonna feel in a moment after episode five? You feel me? But it's it's just consistent black trauma, and and something that was talked about as well was that most of the directors were white. Even I thought though, it was even, a no, what, what? Well, even though the creator was black, most of the directors are white. They're white. And it's like, oh. damn, y'all white, white, like, y'all white, y'all extra I'm surprised like, Lena Waif signed up. I like Lena Waif, though, whatever, too. So I'm surprised she signed Can up. I say this, though? The actors they chose were amazing. And that's the thing. That's the thing across the board. The acting in it is fantastic. And and I guess that's why people are so upset is that you had such fantastic acting kind of wasted on nothing that had like a traditional story arc. And even though we can get about cliches about certain story arcs, this one actually needed a positive triumphant at the end. And you didn't you, you got it, but you didn't get it. Uh, at the end, which kind of sucks, but that that is how stories are told. Sometimes it's not always going to be a happy ending. You need it. You need after the amount of after the amount of time they spent traumatizing you, they gave you no silver linings <laughs> at all. At all, the silver linings were also traumatic. Like it just wasn't. It, it was. I think it's worth the watch. You have to watch it. The cinematography was amazing. The uh, the acting was amazing. The storyline lacked. There was nothing that you can't predict. By the way, Miguel, uh, another question that we asked ourselves on Food for the Coaster, shout out to that and Banks. But there's a lot of uh, British black actors and actresses who are playing oh, American yeah. roles in, in this powerful time. Mm-hmm. So if you're a person who, let's say if you're African-American, you don't, you, you're not liking uh, British people who are black who are actors and they're reprising these roles it it could offend you because it's kind of like how all the trauma that Chloe's talking about but it's kind of like there's been some dissociation between the black plight and the and and uh england as opposed to america thankfully during this whole uh movement that we had the past couple years they're coming together but Mm. before strategically they were uh, against each other because during the civil war it was England, who was in favor of the South. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, my whole thing about that is that I'm not necessarily upset about them getting roles, but it's like, you know, there's a bunch of American black actors, actors every day who can play these same parts or whatever <laughs> like that. So I just don't feel like that's kind of like, you know, it's not fair to look, to look over them, you know, for this British actor. And again, it's nothing wrong with them either, mm-hmm. but let's let a black American woman play Harriet Tubman. Right, <laughs> then a black British woman. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was hard to watch. It wasn't hard to watch. It was. Don't binge watch it. I made that mistake. I binge watched it, and, and wow. I couldn't process the feelings in time. But again, that's I think that's part of the point because the bingeability is excellent. That it makes you dive even deeper into the trauma. So mm-hmm. that that's the that's the powerful part about it. 
And it's like instead of watching a movie like Harriet Tubman, that's what two hours long of yeah. trauma. This and, is eight hours of trauma. And then this, because you again, you essentially watched it all in one day, right? I did. I why I, so, I should have did that. And, and <laughs> so you started at what, like what, what time? I don't know. It, some of the episodes range from thirty-five minutes to fifty-five minutes. The episode yeah, I five. Black guy, um, the episode five, I think I sent it in the group chat, but the episode five, that's the most traumatic, is one of the shorter episodes. It needed to be shorter. But from the reviews, because I, like I said, I binge watch reviews all day, but, but okay. what people had to say, and I agree with them, most of them said this could have been a two and a half hour movie. It did I not need to be. His name is um, Brandon Keith Avery or whatever. He It's called Just My Opinion Reviews or whatever like that. Okay. And he was going off. I gotta sing his review about it or whatever. He was like, "Why?" He was. You gotta watch it. it. You have to watch it though. I feel like every black person needs to watch it. And and Josh made a good point. He's like, "It's what's the point of the film?" So after you watch something with that much trauma in it, you have to think about it. Is this black exploitation, or is this educational, or is it both? But what's the main premise? No, again, and that's. Thank you, Chloe. That was the point I was making because it is viewed as education for people who aren't black in America, which again, which is one of the things that we've been, you know, asking for education for people who have a a, a narrow mind about race. Let's say. However, let me ask you a question. Wait, though. wait, Did wait the show try to be too smart for its own good. No, let me just say this: it wasn't smart at all. That's the problem. It did okay. not. It did not. It did not touch on those things that you needed to touch on if you want to touch on this. What I, and then what I'm going to say is to Josh's point about this educational thing, it's questionable because think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? If you're a person, you go to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know if you get lost in the woods, this could potentially happen, but it's not likely for it to happen. So I feel like the distinguishing factor between fact and fiction was not... It was not said in the movie. Like, this is real and this is fake. So somebody seeing episode number five they could think that that's just something that's exaggerated and, and and as black people watching that we know that's not exaggerated we know that that's fact so as an educational purpose it should have been more context to that it should have been like this is stuff that actually happened versus this is something that's in a horror film yo so Claude is let me ask you do you think that marvel and falcon and winter soldier made that made a powerful point more poignantly than than them i think that because of the the current climate of things that's going on and people's access to social media, they see it in real time. So it's more relevant to what's happening now. However, this series, them took place in the 1960s. So people don't know if what they're saying is just exaggerated or if this is things that actually happened. Yeah. And, and see, that's the part that's so powerful because it does have ghosts and poltergeists and these type of spirits and things. And usually that's put in the, you know, the horror or the fantasy realm. So people are able to disassociate easier as opposed to being educated. So that's why we had a very great discussion after watching it. Yes. So I, I definitely think that would be something for a, a black family specifically to mm. watch with their children at a certain age and then have a discussion about it afterwards. They should watch with their children at five. You need to. I watched seeing Kofu when I was five years old. <laughs> and you feel me? Like, this is how conversations need to be happening at any age. From what it I heard of episode five, I wouldn't show no, a five year old. You need that. to show your five year old because this is history. This is our history. This is things that <laughs> happen. And the thing about it is, people are like, oh, let me shield my kids from this. And it's like, bro, it's 13 year old kids getting shot and killed on, on street, camera, on, on camera, camera, in real life. So why wouldn't you show your kid this? Show this to your five year old, show this to your six year old so they know what, what it is. But 
for people who aren't in our culture, they might not know that this is real life. They might not know. And I feel like it was the job of the film to tell them that this is real. Just like everything else they explained in the film. That was real too. That was not just some made up, exaggerated scene like in, you know, like I said, Texas Chainsaw Massacre where you're in the fields and some random guy comes out and kills you. I'm sure that's happened to someone. But this is something that happened and it is no, it's a, a storyline that happened to multiple people, which is why they left the South. They didn't even talk about why they left the South. They just said we migrated for a better life. And then they get to a life that's not better. Exactly. And that, that's a wonderful point. And probably to Jordan Pinter being here because he is from the UK, right? So imagine if this storyline that has black British actors, who will, which will attract black uh, people from Britain to watch this content, because there's a lot of subscribers in England on Amazon. So that that's a that's a big market for Amazon in terms of streaming wise. So now you have people watching this content and actually understanding and they have the context to be like, wait a minute, we see what's happening now. And we heard it was worse before or uh, comparable and if not equal to how it is now. Now they can they can they're able to have the context and be like, you know what, that's that part is fantasy or, you know, part of Hollywood and, and that type of illusion, things like that. But this is actually real. We, and we actually have documented proof of this in the media. Uh, there was a part in the movie where there were basically there was a lot of racist stuff going on in the movie. And j- just to, to build on Josh's point, you as a person who's unaware of the history of America would not even understand that those things that they portrayed are things that are real and things that are not only real, but common and things that have happened to people who are celebrities or people who, you know, are black people of status. These same things happen to. So it's like, I just, I felt like the film was lack or the show was lacking the context and they should not have put out that context. They should not have put out that content with lacking context for the things that were most important. So they gave context for things like the housing market, kind of, sort of. But it was like eight episodes of where you would just have wasted time of showing BS. And and and, and to build on other people's points that I've seen on on uh, reviews and stuff, like there wasn't, there was a lot of wasted moments where you could have filled in that filled in the blinks that you didn't. Like it, 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 it's powerful. I think you should watch it. Absolutely. So, well, you know, I, I get it. Um, not to cut you off, Josh, uh, but when people say they're tired of, um, you know, either slavery or civil rights stuff, and they just start making those, I disagree. Like, I think they need to continue to educate. There's new generations who don't even realize what happened in the black culture. So, I disagree, and then I, I'm, I'm all into those movies, no matter when they come out. As Josh knows, he's seen me go see a bunch of them and review them and stuff like that. So, I um. So, yeah, I think that um, try to pretend and say, you know what, this was 50 years ago or 100 or 200, so let's not discuss it no more. I think it's ridiculous or whatever. The problem isn't the fact that they're discussing it. Discussing it is the fact that there's no balance, Mike. So the fact that all the movies that are coming out are about the black struggle instead of, like, a normal black movie like Ice Cube, I praise him. He does a good job at just making movies about black regular people. <clears throat> and that's the problem. Like, yes, we do need 
movies that are like that. But we also need a balance. Like y'all can't just keep profiting off of but our do struggle. We go, but Chloe, do we support each other, right? Yes, about, yes, we do. We talked about this last time. Hold on, talk about this last time. You don't see um black comedy films like they were in the nineties, right? With uh with yes. life and boomerang yes. and coming to America and Hall of Nights. You don't see them anymore. But so we do like, have a mic. We had we just had a coming to America. We have black uh, we have black falcon. We have that, right? But it's just, it needs to be a balance. So I appreciate MCU for coming out with Black Falcon because that gives me a balance between all the trauma I'm seeing. I agree with that, right? But that's a show where it's what? Him and his sister and the kids. There's four black people in the whole show of four, 15 people, right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. And that's good. He's the main character, but that's well. But if it's an all black cast, Mm -hmm. like coming to America, how many of those do we get that we will actually support? Exactly. That's the problem. We we support all of them. We support Black Panther, number one. That was three years ago now. But guess what? That is the foundation. Then we have, you know what I mean? It starts, it's just little by little. So the, the, the fact of the matter is, I agree with you. It needs to be more, right? The fact of the matter is they're pushing this agenda of black trauma and uh, monopolizing the market on black trauma. As you can see, like we said, most of the directors were white. So Black Panther, most of the people in that cast were black. Most of the people in the back back of the scenes were black. The costume designer was black. Everybody like, you know, there was a. a it was, it was a, all it was black. A I get it. Even the black soundtrack. Right. Yes. But historically, Chloe. We even if you take two different type of movies, right? Let's say uh, uh, one of my favorites, right? Rom coms, for example, mm-hmm. right? And you take, um, you know, some uh, white whatever. He just doesn't love me anymore, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like rom com or the breakup, whatever. Vince Vaughn and Jennifer is the perfect example, right? And you take that and then contrast it to, let's say, even um, Jump in the Broom. That was a good movie that came out to like eleven or twelve. That barely had a great box office. Why we don't support our stuff? What about like Girls Trip, Mike? Okay, that's one. That's that's that's, that's not a rom com. It's a comedy, yes. but that that came out two thousand and what? Comedy. It was a it, Girls Trip came out in 2017. 2017. 2017. And seventeen, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes, but what I'm saying, I agree with you. There needs to be more of that normal. There does. Yes, but what I'm saying is they're not spending the money on the normal black experience. They're spending money. And, and investing in these projects that deal with black trauma. If you think but, about all the black movies that came out, Judas and a Black Messiah, black trauma. If you think correct. about, uh, what was it? Uh, Queen and Slim, black trauma. Black trauma, I agree. It's yes. all black trauma. So I appreciate I want more, I want more black comedies and yes. rom-coms and regular movies. Trust me, I'm the king. I love those movies. Yes. But marketing-wise, I... I, I'm not sure we're going to support them like we do other I stuff. I think we will. I think the problem is not the support. The problem is the support where the money is to even build or start the project. Right. You got to remember in the development process, there's an there's a script. Then it's given to a company. Correct. They decide on it. Then they decide the actors. Like there's a process. So you're thinking about the end result. I'm thinking about the result from the beginning. Like they're not even picking up these projects that that show what we want because they think that the money is in the black trauma. Look at them, for example. Them could have been a Amazon could have picked up a whole series like Insecure. People, but look what we just made money. Get out, right? Super popular. But and get us. out, yes, get right. out Super and popular. us. But guess what? That's the problem. That was also black trauma. 
I know, but that's what so, they, so, look how much so money they, they made, though. So they Hold gonna on. pick up the movies that support black trauma because they think that's where the money is. But but they're not picking up movies that are like look at Ice Cube Productions, look at uh just feel good movies. Feel good. So you're movies. saying they should take a chance and pick up other stuff and see it, what happens. That's the chance. We need to we need to spend money on ourselves. Look at Tyler Perry. Okay. He's he's spending money on ourselves. And yes, his stuff does have involve a lot of black trauma, but there's also black triumph in every one of his movies. So it's a balance. Okay. So I okay. think that people like Tyler Perry We're who have the, the money. Thing. needs to be more. I, I think who, it needs to be more. People who have the money need to invest in that because that's what we want. Because I'm tired of seeing the same OBS. So would you prefer to see something like Tyler Perry or Ice Cube? Ice Cube. Uh, I feel like with my kids, I'm going to see something Ice Cube. Mm. With with myself, I want to see some Tyler Perry. Because even though Tyler Perry's characters are exaggerated, they are familiar to our demographic. Everybody knows a Madea. Everybody knows a uncle. You know what I mean? A, a, a Mr. Brown. Like, yeah. so I feel like those movies aren't made for other demographics. They're made for us. So we can appreciate them. And that's why he's been so good at making money because he knows who his audience is. Now, these other companies like Amazon, they just like, oh, well, them, uh, us worked and, you know, get out work. So we're going to pick this up. And they don't even know. Meanwhile, it's getting black. It's getting backlash. It's getting blacklashed because we don't need that no more. We good. All right. That's well. A, guys, on that note, I gotta get ready to get out of here. <laughs> Word. So, thank you guys <laughs> for. I'm with you though. Oh, whatever. I, we need more. We, we, we agree, Chloe. I'm 100 on that. Whatever, like that. But right. anyway, again, hope to see you guys watching tomorrow, 12:30. Big Mike and Little Ant. I love being in the theaters always. Stuff like that. Absolutely, and we got to give a shout out to Stony, uh, excuse me, Tony Stark Jr. Where, wherever he is, wherever Mister 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 Action, you better get he better get his stuff together. Yo, I'm missing so, out one more link. So, Chloe, could you let everyone know the amazing plans you conjured up? Yeah, for all so of the us? amazing plans that I conjured up was for us to go to an escape room, which I found, which is comic book themed. Like, how could you miss out on this spectacular event? I said the twenty second or twenty third. I told you, Mike, before you even said the twenty second, I have plans on on the twenty second. I'm taking my mother out for her birthday, and Josh is coming That's- with us. And That's nice. Yeah, but I, I explained you gotta read the stuff that I send, okay? You gotta read it. Careful. What about twenty third? That's Sunday then. The twenty third I said is available, but Tony hasn't said it's so, available. So Chloe had a fantastic <laughs> idea that he should just probably just contact Sandy and get the job done. Yeah, I'm gonna just contact Sandy. I'm gonna deal with the woman in the family because I don't understand this. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> we can, well, we I'm, can I'm, I'm gonna get on him or whatever like that. Twenty third should be the one. I agree. Twenty third. I'm I'm available. Josh is available. The only I'm person available. who's not available, I I actually have a link I'm gonna send out to you today. For the 23rd. All right. For a list of dates. So you can just pick. We're going to say the 23rd, but we don't know what Mr. Tony uh, Extravagant has planned that day. All right. You know what? You know, you know, he might have planned. I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. Let's try. Oh, yeah. That ain't going to happen. He's probably. He's probably. All right, guys. I'll see you guys soon. All right, man. All right. Have a good one. Peace out. Thanks, guys.